Hey guys, welcome to Heated Waves. 100th episode! Big 100. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, today we're going to cover uh, the Habib McGregor fight, and we're also going to go over uh, week 5 results. I'm yeah. sorry, and week 6 picks. Let's jump right into the Habib McGregor fight. That was a crazy fight. <laughs> um, Which one? In the octagon or out of the octagon? Well, let me ask you a question again. Okay, so. The guy who took off his pants after the win. Okay, so that was Derek Lewis. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was his balls were hot. <laughs> Go ahead, J Bones. That's the hottest thing, Black Beast. Black Beast, baby. Yeah, and you just you called it, Jim. You, you called it, J Bones. You, uh... That's what's up. H time down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, he was. It was a great fight. Um, it was just funny to see, like. I was literally, he's holding his shorts in his hand, and I'm like, is this motherfucker's pants off? Like, what the hell's going on? The balls are off. I saw the interview, but I forgot what happened. He, like, yeah, so, so Rogan, Rogan says, uh, you know, what, why, why do you have your pants off? And he's looks at says, my balls were hot. Yeah. And Rogan says, I understand that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was the greatest response ever. But yeah, uh, so but I what I found was interesting in that uh, post fight interview is he said himself, Lewis said himself that he was not ready for any kind of any kind of title fight or anything like that because his cardio was bullshit. So he said that himself in the post fight interview in the octagon, and then they go and slate him against DC for the belt. Right. So that's interesting. So he better be hitting the cardio bike hard until that fight. Yeah, because DC DC cardio is no joke with DC. He's got great cardio. You better hit that um, cardio hard, or uh, you better be hitting DC hard. And, and that well, that's what he'll rely so on. But he was sloppy against Francis Gano, and then he had cardio issues the other night against. Uh, uh, Volkov? Uh, Volkov, yeah, Alexander Volkov. That was a good fight. And, the, it, so it was right. and everybody over here at my house was like, why won't Volkov attack? He like, he'll hit him once or twice, but he won't like do anything after. And I was like, like you stunned him. Right. Too. And I said, because it only takes one with the Black Beast. He knows what the fuck he's <laughs> yeah, doing. He's I was smart. like, I was like, he's fighting how he needs to fight. I assure you. I asked the same he, question. He fought against, I, I went, uh, whenever I was uh, at the UFC in Kansas City with my buddy Bo, Volkov fought against Roy Nelson. And everybody thought Roy Nelson was going to fucking smoke him. Roy Nelson's got that huge right hand. And that is not how that fight went. Volkov won that fight. And he fought the smart fight. He's a very smart fighter. I believe he was a Bellator champion. Um, so, like, he, the dude knows what he's fucking doing. Um, and he was fighting the smart fight against Black Beast. Yeah, we kept but, listening like, why isn't he finishing? He would, you know, stunt, make him just well, stumble. Just go over and give him a couple. That, that right hand is why, or left, or whatever. That that big fucking punch is why he wouldn't throw punches and punches. You, you can't what, do that. Last 10 seconds yeah. of the fight. Yep. It, does, it doesn't like, matter with him. Yep. That was crazy. That was at 15 minutes and 40, or I'm sorry, 15 minutes and, like, yeah, 40, 50 seconds of a 15-minute fight. I was like, no way. And he still has the power to just put you to sleep. Um, J-Bones, what do you think about um, the Pettis brothers? They both fought on that card. Um, Andy, I wasn't too impressed by. Anthony? Or Anthony, sorry, yeah. Anthony Pettis broke his hand in that fight. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, both of the Pettis brothers lost. So that um, younger baby Pettis kind Sergio. of dominated in this fight. And um, Anthony, yeah, nothing fight of the night against 
Which was smart as fuck on his part. If your corner man doesn't believe that you can finish, you shouldn't finish. Yeah, I, he didn't seem that confident in the fight. Uh, he, he even asked, asked him right after after that round. He's like, "You want to keep going? Go ahead, Jim." Yeah. Elite. He has definitely beat the Huzu. Yeah, he came. We have five and a half, six months after blowing his blowing his knee. Wow. It should take nine months to a year. Well, I, I mean, it was a little disappointing. Sergio lost. Um, he kind of came out of the gates looking good at first, and then I'm not sure what happened. I've never been too high up on the Pettis boys, to be totally honest. Like, Anthony was fantastic, like, early on in his career. But after his, like, Showtime kick and whatnot, like, he's a good – he's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. But it seems like everybody thought that he was a little bit better than what he ended up being. Well, let's talk about the McGregor fight. So, I'm sure everybody knows McGregor lost uh, due to submission. uh, it, it, mean, was, it was more of like a chin crank. Yeah. Um, is that an actual? Those hurt like, like a. Oh I mean, my I know that's God. what it is, but do they count it as? So yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's I believe what they would list it as is going to be like a neck crank or something along those lines, uh, because it is not a choke. That was not sunk yeah. in. That was not under the chin. But you right. have you have a dude that's unbelievably strong, just smashing both sides of your jaw and trying yeah. to break your fucking jaw. As soon as and it's excruciating. Like, oh, he's squeezing the piss out of his jaw. You better tap him. Oh, Right away yep. as well. he it, called him right away. I did too. I said, Well, this one's done. Yeah. True. And I, I also read that Habib spit on him after yeah, that. Right after I saw, I called that. Did I not? Yeah, yeah, I was like, Oh, he, he stood he up and went like, like that. Yeah, he just like, so, he just spit on him. Um, and then afterwards, Dylan Dennis, who is Conor McGregor's jujitsu coach, from what I read today on Twitter, TMZ reported that Dylan Dennis called Habib a quote Muslim fucking rat. They take all their re- their religion and things very 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 seriously in Russia and Dagestan where Habib's from. Well, and from what TMZ says, and this was from just a word of mouth, and they also said on that tweet that they would really kind of like to see more people say the same thing before they made it concrete as to why it happened, but they're just as word of mouth right now. Apparently, Dennis was saying some questionable things as to his religion and shit like that and calling him a dirty Muslim rat and things of that nature, which nobody's going to appreciate, especially when you have the history of these guys anyways. But you have to keep your composure. Absolutely. You won the fight. Why go after all that? Why change his ruining everything you just said? Because they're talking about taking his visa, um, spending So that was, that was the thing that I'm curious about. He still hasn't been paid. No, they they've kept his entire they've kept his entire two million dollar purse. So for those of you who don't know, at the end of the Conor McGregor fight and Khabib, Khabib stands over McGregor, they change words, he spits on McGregor, and then proceeds to jump the fence and start attacking. Am I correct in saying McGregor, uh, McGregor's uh, like team? Yeah. 
Jiu-Jitsu. Um, and it was mass chaos. And then what proceeded was so two of Habib's guys who train with Habib and are also one of them was supposed to fight Connor's best friend Artem Lobov. Um, they jumped into the octagon and blindsided McGregor. Uh, all while this chaos is going on. I did see McGregor throw hands on somebody that was on top of the octagon before that. I that don't know who that was. Best. That was uh, his manager, um, Habib's manager. Okay. Because he was trying to throw hammer fist down. Okay. And he's like, fuck you, get off. So, um, but long story short, uh, the UFC doesn't really have any control over the, the punishments as of right now. Fighting UFC is a government-ran, government-controlled, and every state, no matter what state you go to, the Nevada State State Athletic Commission. But there's like a Missouri State Athletic Commission. There's a California State Athletic Commission. Like every every state has their own one. But right, so and that's all ran by the government. So the punishment that's being put out right now is they they the Nevada State Athletic Commission has kept 100% of Habib's purse, which is two million dollars. They couldn't keep. They can't keep his uh, pay-per-view yeah, bias. Yeah, um, Which what is that? Explain that. So when you uh, the big, big, big fighters, the Brock Lesnar's, the Connors, the Rondas, John the John Jones, those guys get pay-per-view buys in their contract, and that means every one of us that spend the sixty-five or seventy-five dollars on that pay-per-view, they are contracted their share of that. So whether it's a dollar amount, uh, Brock used to get three dollars per buy. Oh, so okay. for every buy, he so and if there's 65 and million people buy. You know, just saying. Usually there's a couple million that yeah, buy it. Um, so, but that's where that's where Connor was expecting to make 50 million off of this fight. His contract to pay was three million. So the rest of his money that he's expecting to make is off of. And I'm assuming I don't know, but he has the best deal in the UFC of anybody in history. So I, I'm guessing he gets probably at least 10 bucks a buy. So now, I, I, let me interrupt you for a sure. second, Now I know for people that remember the old school um, UFC, those guys wore their own shorts and they had all kinds sure. of sponsors. And then Reebok bought out a part of UFC or became their mission to that portion of it. Is do the fighters get a certain pay cut for wearing? Okay. Yes. So, and that is based on their tenure of fighting. The brand new fighters get like one to two thousand. The fighters that have had like five to eight fights get this amount. The fighters that have eight to twelve fights get this amount. Yada yada yada. If it's above fifteen fights or whatever, they get the top amount. But their top amount's like ten k. Those guys that had their own sponsors back in the day, there was one like one sponsor would be worth like thirty to fifty grand. I like how their trunks look nowadays. They're clean. You know who's who. I, I disagree with you a bit about the um, look of it because I like the old school look. I like the Chuck Liddell, the Iceman shorts. Yeah. Like, um, well, that's a bit of personality to the guy. But I do agree. It sucks about the pay cut because I know Brendan Shaw came out of yeah. the podcast and he was talking about he's just a mid level guy, maybe a top 15 guy, but probably not top 10. And um, he was making over a hundred What they get out of their actual fight purse is fucking peanuts. Unless they're John Jones or unless they get those pay-per-view buys. That's right. what it's all about. That's how those guys are all the money. <laughs> so with that being said, let me ask you this, Dan. 
So Khabib lost all of that. So with Conor McGregor, he's gaining not only the fight money, the TV money, and the proper the twelve Reebok. money, and the, yeah. So also, so the UFC sent the tapes of everything that happened to Nevada State Athletic Commission. They initially they held both fighters' purses. Yeah. After watching the tapes, that. they said that Conor didn't do anything wrong. All he, he did was, was defend fan. himself. Yeah, so they gave him his purse. Conor got his three million, and they still kept. Habib's. Yeah, um, Habib's so, but, so think about this, though. Something that a lot of people aren't really thinking about. Habib is from Dagestan, Russia. He's here on a work visa. And that's why he's he's on cold. national TV assaulting somebody. And he's over here for work of doing that visa. So you just fuck that. Right. So it is going to be extremely difficult for him to get maybe even back in the country. I mean, depending on money, but lawyers, etc. But what? Another detail is the governor of Nevada was at the fight yeah. there, front row or whatever. But he's like, you know, watching these fights. He's the guy that's been charged at over Co- Correct. Correct. And then you got this melee breakdown right in front of him. They're trying to usher him out. Correct. And yeah, he ran out scared for his life. And he's the guy that's going to be overseeing Habib's hearing. Well, could you imagine of that going on? You're just one of the actors. I'd be terrified too. Any people like that just hanging out. Like Chris Pratt was there. Yeah. And Yes. And then just all that because what do you got? You got the fucking Irish mob and the fucking Russian mob waiting out there just to beat each other's ass. That was, that was another Brennan Chop thing. He called that. He he on, well, on Rogan's podcast. That happened either either way. If Connor would have won, it would have been a hay fucking wire. Some someone went crazy, and then you know he'd be one. So obviously, seeing what we see. So I think either way, something crazy was going to happen. No matter who fought, who won, it was going to be just it was fucking pandemonium. But I loved it. I think any any fan watching loved it for the fact of just the excitement. entertainment. Not not for the professionalism on my side. I think that's ridiculous, man. I think you be he's talking about how humble he was, right? So I, I read a thing the other day that was talking about after McGregor threw the dolly through the bus window, Dana White was quoted in saying well, whenever you have a guy that like slaps your buddy around and has a whole whole gang of guys come up on him, then yeah, that's when Connor goes psycho, gets all of his goons, and flies out there. He's like, "That's how shit is in the streets. It's a street thing." So for him to have that mentality for Connor throwing the dolly through the window, and then to have this mentality about Habib jumping over the barrier, it's kind of really biased. Like, yeah, like critical for sure. Right? Like, I mean, you and they. They use that footage in order to hype the fucking fight of him throwing the dolly through the goddamn window. Like, it's not like it's... Yeah, it, it, it looks bad, and Dana's going to say that it looks bad, but he gets a fucking hard-on over that shit, I guarantee it. Well, I mean... That's dollar that's science. Important, yeah, it's an important guy that makes him a lot of money. And it's not costing him any fucking any think, pocket money. So, uh, Khabib, his record, that would have been his 27th win, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, how many of those... 26 wins were in the UFC. Do we know that? Quite a few, yeah. So I was wondering, I thought it wasn't very many. Habib has been around for a while. No, it's not a great... Yeah, the same level of competition that some other guys have fought. Habib's had a problem making weight. That's you. True. That tiramisu will get you. Yep. And happened each time. So he does have a lot of fights. So his fights are his his last fights were Connor, 
raging ally Quinta, who hadn't fought in a long time before that fight. Edson Barboza, Michael Johnson, Daryl Horcher, Rafael Dos Anjos, Pat Healy, Abel Trujillo, Tiago Tavares, Glyson Tebow. Uh, Glyson Tebow, uh, there was, that was his second fight in the UFC. His first fight was Kamal Sholoris. Sholoris? I've never heard of him. Oh, he's, he, he's had 10 fights in the UFC. Yes, yeah, see, that's what I thought. There wasn't very many. So, I mean, it really should be 10-0, not 26-0. Because if we're in the UFC fighting, that's what I consider. As long as it's a professional sanctioned fight, it still goes towards your record. I don't know, but it should say 16-0 and blah, 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 and 10-0. They, they usually do. Now, J-Bones, does uh, Conor McGregor get the win for that fight in the belt? No, he, he lost. Like, obviously he lost. The best thing he can hope for is a rematch because he used antics or whatever after the fight. I don't think he deserves that. He's so he who is the current champion of that division right now? It's Habib. Yeah, it's Habib. And Dana said that he wasn't going to strip him of his title. But that's what he said. But what I was seeing is that from actual athletics, whichever, you know, Nevada State, whatever, that they could strip him, which makes it hard. I mean, they could still have a rematch, and that'd be fine, but it wouldn't possibly be for the belt. It'd be somebody else, maybe fight Connor for the belt. So I'll tell you who that's going to be right now. Uh, Mr. No, uh, Mr. Diaz was supposed to fight Dustin Poirier, yeah, and Dustin Poirier pulled out with an injury. So yeah, I'm they calling pulled out right now. Uh, Nate Diaz altogether is what I was just literally just reading a couple hours ago. Yeah, I'll throw him on a corner fight, and he and he said I'll fight Khabib whenever Khabib's ready. Is what Nate Diaz, which I'll give him props for. He'll fight anybody anytime. But I think Nate, he's going to be Diaz suspended. Would be a great match for uh, Khabib. Yeah, he takedown would. wise, he would. But he's going to be suspended for six to nine months minimum for right. his fucking antics. Yeah. So the, the fight to make is Connor. What? Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Tony Ferguson deserves it more than anybody. El Cuckoo. Oh, it's his decision, I guess. Right, especially when you're hanging out with Vladimir Putin afterwards. That sounds like bitch shit, though. Oh, I beat McGregor because I took him to the ground, and that's obviously you know McGregor should have obviously trained harder for I'll ground right takedowns now, and back takedowns. Conor McGregor that's, he did well, well at he, first, but he, he, did, he did way better than I thought he yeah, was going to. There's no way he got right back up a second later. Yeah, I mean, it knocked him down, but he immediately got and back threw up. hands right afterwards. Well, here's here's the thing, in my opinion, that a lot of people really don't really take into consideration either. If Connor only trained wrestling for the next three years, he'd still be twenty years behind Habib. I don't think so, man. Habib's yeah, been wrestling since he was like four. I understand that, but like I said before, Connor's just like a John Jones. Eventually, they will learn how someone fights and be able to beat you every time, pick you apart. And I think Connor has that talent ability. 
no matter what anybody else thinks, I don't care. I think he, if he trained for three years, I guarantee you he would. Because, I mean, he was only three, what, three for seven on takedowns and taking Connor down? You give him three years of that training? Shit. Good luck. You're not taking him down the one time. Maybe one for seven. But once he takes him down, then yes, that's where he beats him. What, Jimmy? I agree with you 100% that he does have the fight IQ and he is one of the smartest fighters. But the argument to that is he kind of did have two years to prepare. He, he had fought in two years other than that point. They were the fight. But do you, do you honestly think he was training for two years? He probably should have been maybe drilling wrestling a bit more. But like I said before, I thought his defense was surprisingly good given that. Right. He didn't get like taken down and smashed like everybody else. He kind of did in the second, but I mean, like there is. Uh, Dominic Cruz and some other people were saying that kind of he was trying to rope a dope and wear him out and then maybe knock him out yep. in the later round. Well, the way that I look at it with the whole he could train for however long and whatever, look at the Mayweather fight. Oh my god, man. I don't even want to argue about that weak fight. Con- so he's getting tired, so they pulled the fight, the ref stopped the fight. Let him knock him out. That's boxing. I'm not talking you, about I'm talking about, about this? I'm talking about how Connor is supposed to be the best boxer in the UFC. In the UFC, that's different than boxing. I'm saying. Well, now he, you know how I feel. I'm trying to tell you something, and you I don't even get my whole thing out, and then boom. And, and then you're on to your thing. So now it's mutual. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying is Connor is a mixed martial artist. He could train boxing until he's blue in the face, and he's not going to beat Floyd Mayweather. He won't beat him, no. Why would they tarnish so, his record? So what, fifty whatever. No. So Habib set up fight. Habib is the Floyd Mayweather of wrestling. That's fine. But so like I'm said, saying with, with it's going to take three more. years, really. When he was three for seven, taking him down, and three years added on to that. Yeah. He wasn't wrestling and doing all this training for two years. He took time off. He didn't even go for takedowns in the second or third round. Hardly. Habib. He still did. Barely. It doesn't matter. He's three for seven regardless. Any, how many other Habib's fights have you watched? Uh, probably three or four, honestly. And what is he doing? He's trying to take you down. And he knows. He, he takes you the fuck you down, down and then buries you. Not everyone. I can't remember Every. who it was. There was somebody, a badass fight with him. It was actually the most closest fight I've ever seen of anybody with Habib with his takedown. I'm not dumb when it comes to MMA. I've I didn't watched think fights. Were. I know, but I, everything I say is just. It's like, I, I don't know nothing about it. Like, three years, man. If you're three for seven, listen to that statistically. Three for seven on takedowns, and you're the best at it. The best. And you've been doing it for 20 years, 30 years, however old the guy is. Wrestling with little bears. That's a little kid. Did you see that footage? That's crazy. He's wrestling with bears. a little baby bear. I mean, what a huge bear, but still a bear. Damn. That's a little, like, 10-year-old bear kid or something. Than you are. But if you give a guy like him, McGregor, with that fighting ability and talent... Three years of wrestling, I guarantee you, maybe one time he would take you down. Because he's, like Jimmy Bones was saying, his takedown was actually surprising. Yeah. Oh, so you're, saying, against him. so you're saying Connor's a, a good enough athlete to, if he trained for two years at wrestling, that he could, he's a good enough athlete to be on Khabib's level possible. He would, he, his takedown defense would be tremendous compared to that. Instead of a three for seven, if he took him down and tried another seven times, I bet it'd be maybe one time he'd take him down successfully. Maybe. And yeah, his ground game is phenomenal when he's on the ground. I'm not going to deny that at all. 
So the Connor and our Connor McGregor and Khabib basically ended in chaos. Um, I, I would love to see a rematch. Maybe they do it in Russia. Who <laughs> knows? Right. Uh, so Jones, John Jones, reportedly coming back, fighting in December. Who's he fighting? Alexander Gustafson. Gustafson, the second. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting because I thought Gustafson beat him the first time. Um, he put a hurt on him. That's the most damage I think I'd ever think I'd seen John Jones take in a fight. I don't know about anybody else, if anybody else thinks he lost that fight, but I think he lost. He didn't dominate, which is usually right, what you have to do. Believe. The champ to the champion is dominate. But yeah, I'm excited for that fight. Uh, That's a quick fight in two months. Yeah. How long has John Jones been out? I'm still confused on the whole... Wow. His situation. Oh, I don't know how he got John Jones has been out since um, July of 2017. Yeah. So just over a year. May of 2017. That's be a bunch of cage rust in there. I, I wonder. I don't even know how that would even end up going. Just a straight stand up, and someone's gonna get gassed out real quick. Oh, I don't, I don't know. They'll probably hit the party. Well, do you think John Jones is bad? He's probably been partying the whole freaking time. Hopefully, he's in shape. Who knows with that guy? I'm still surprised they let him fight or I, out of walk the streets. To be completely honest. I know, man. That money, that money is it'll get you. It runs. Oh, Dana White gives a fuck about. They sank like billions of dollars into the company. They got to make that shit back. It's like Jesus. He's one of the guys to make your money. <laughs> That's why they love him. He's back. the best Here. promoter in the world. What boy should we move over to some NFL picks? I think we should do some NFL picks. We should we do the recap first? Do the week five recap? See where we're, we're at. Did. Oh, you mean like last week? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I thought you meant like. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Brad Stone went 7 and 8. Uh, D Weezy went 7 and 8. I went 8 and 7. T Ball went 8 and 7. And Fuckface went 12 and 3. Jesus. What? what? I thought we picked a lot of the same ones. Shane Bowen went 12 and 3. Times. God damn. He's now way in the lead with 49 and 29. Next will be T Ball at 42 and 36. Seven games. Then Bradstone, 41 and 37. Nice. Myself at 38 and 40. And Wheezy at 37 and 41. J Bones, that was complete luck. So, like I said, I am going to pick every pick Jimmy picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let him start off the show and pick the picks. What? 12 and 3, that's amazing. Right. Very nice picks. All right. Just a. Uh, I guess a quick shout out to Tom Brady. I watched him play the Indianapolis Colts. And, yeah. And uh, his, so I think, second hookup with Josh Gordon. First. Uh, oh, first hookup, yeah, with Josh Gordon was a finish. touchdown. And it just so happened to be Tom Brady's 500th uh, touchdown pass. On, on top of that, we also owe an apology. To, yeah, to our uh, call-in friend, whom we all told to start. Hey, Jerkoff still has to I mean, yeah, he had a good game. And they won. I'm not, so what do you mean? What, and they won. 
Points-wise, but leave the points. Points-wise, for fantasy football. Points-wise, but she, she consistency-wise, we are very and, and that's what we said. He's leading the league in passing yards, too. Jared Goff. And, honestly, my advice was to trade Tom Brady, and what <laughs> better thing to do after a fantastic week? No kidding. There you go. So, so, all good advice. <laughs> so, <laughs> take looking, it with a grain of salt. If you're but, looking for somebody who can put up some big points, Tom Brady put up that trade offer if they rejected say did you see the week he had last week for real and the week before that because you already got jared goff so think about that maybe get you somebody and throw a couple more points on the board uh thursday eagles giants jay bones who you got at giants i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the giants i think this is the week that finally we get a from both Saquon and Odell. We got one last week. Eagles are still in a bit of a Super Bowl hangover funk. So I'm going to go with the Giants. All right, J-Mac, who you got? Eagles, Giants. I'll take the Giants. Giants. I'm on Saquon's notes. J-Bone, J-Mac, both got the Giants. Mr. Bradstone? Let me just throw this in there. Two things real quick about Saquon Barkley. One, we have the same initials, so that's just balling. Maybe that's why I like him so much. Number two, another 100-yard game from scrimmage. Wish uh, D. Weezy was here so I'd go ahead and let him know that one. I know y'all are missing that argument. But uh, I want to go Giants at home. They got – God, they got so close on beating the freaking Carolina – the Linas last last week. Linus. But he kicked – Gano kicked a 63-yarder to beat them in the last few seconds. They lost by two. But Saquon balled. And so did Odell, so give me the Giants. Giants. You know, I'm going to go with the Eagles this week, actually. Um, The Eagles are looking crappy. Uh, They're kind of on a downhill slide, but they do have the uh, number 10th defense in the league. Uh, The Giants are only ranked 12th. So uh, what I want to do is, yeah, pick the Eagles. I think they're going to jump out of that slump this week and take New York at their house. He took the Giants. Giants. He's on Saquon's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of. All right, so next we got the Falcons and the 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 Buccaneers. Falcons. Okay, I'll go with the Falcons back home. I know they've only got one from that book, but they're probably the best one win team in the league. So they're getting traded around. Hopefully, uh, Julio will get the end zone before it's too long. Fuck him. I'm all about <laughs> Calvin Ridley. I'm gonna go with the Bucks this week. Um, I. I don't know. You know, with them starting um, Jameis Winston, Winston, I think it's a tough call with that going because I really think they should have kept Fitzpatrick in. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going to go with Fuck fuck the Bucs. Don't get me wrong. I like Jameis Winston. He's a Florida State guy. I'm a Florida State football fan. Um, I like him, but Fitzpatrick's got that magic. You should have ran with it. Keep it in there. Number two offense. Like, that's because of Fitzpatrick. So, let the door open for him. Let Jameis Winston get his reps in, and then maybe bring him back in next week. So, I'm taking Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta lock of the week. And I'm also going to go ahead and say that Mr. Calvin Ridley is going to have a two-touchdown game and over 125 yards receiving. Mr. Bradstone? But look, if it was Winston making his first appearance after how many weeks off, I don't, you know, like, yeah, that's I what I'm saying, because, like, if, totally with if Fitzpatrick was Falcons. starting, yeah, 
it's hard to pick against that because you had all this chemistry with Fitzpatrick. Now you throw him out and you insert Jameis Winston after how many weeks off and all the problems he's been in. And, you know, I, I can't do it. Proxy? Not at Falcons. Atlanta. He picked Atlanta. Do you easy with, with Atlanta? So we all picked Atlanta. That's a sweeper, huh? Sweep. All right, so we have the Panthers at the Redskins. Don't you mean the Linus? Linus. Line of Panthers at Washington. J-Bones, who you got? I'm going to go with the Panthers on the road. I think they're just a better team. I think uh, they'll sweep one out. It'll be a close game, but I'm going to take the Panthers. We usually pick the Carolina as well. Well, this one's pretty tough for me, honestly. I'm going to go ahead and say Carolina. The Linus, I don't know. I just don't really like the Redskins, I guess. Fuck them. I'm going to be the only one to pick the Redskins at home. That's not true. And that's hard to pick against the three and one, surprisingly, Panthers with all those injuries, especially with tight end Greg Olson. I'm always pulling for that guy. He can never stay healthy. But listen, Josh Norman's facing his former team against the Panthers, and I think he's going to get after old Cam Newton. McCaffrey is a gangster. I love that kid. Little white boy from wherever he came from. He came out of nowhere, but he came yes. out of his daddy's jeans. <laughs> but listen, but I completely agree. Washington Redskins. Yeah, I completely Skins. agree. Washington Redskins. I'm a huge Alex Smith fan. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, they got the number five defense in the league, uh, so they're gonna put a hurt on Cam Newton. They look. They stopped Rogers. Yeah, I mean the Redskins. They. That's what impressed me. I was like, I mean they got. They got to Rogers pretty well, and there's two and two, so they're not a bad team. So and they're at home. I've got to t- I got to take the Redskins. Next, we have Seattle and Oakland. Ooh, Lynch's old team he's playing against. Skittles. Skittles. This is easy for me. I'm going with Seattle. I'm going against Oakland pretty much every week. I think they're shitty. They're, and I think Seattle will cover the field. Yeah, I don't know how they're so fucking bad, honestly. Really, the team they have right. offensively is right. amazing. Yeah. And defense, they're not bad. They're it's just not clicking. There. No, there's. I think some coaching personnel. Probably. Yeah, I think there's a little rust on Gruden's shoulders there. So, well, you can't put all the blame on that guy. He's, he's only doing so many things at one time. Like he doesn't run that whole team from the assistants. So, right. but yeah, I, it's hard for me to pick against them. And Seattle just about beat the Rams. Yeah, they did last week. And I don't know. You know what? I got Seattle. I, I picked Oakland last week, and I'm gonna pick them again at home. Just because they need this win. Like, I know Seattle's only two and three, but they need a win. So, J Mac, you took Seattle? I think I'm going to take the Raiders, too. Um, They're getting smacked in the mouth by the media, and Gruden does need to step up. I know you're saying there's a lot of assistance and a lot of people helping out, but who's the motherfucker that always gets the blame in the end? Yeah, it's true. Um, Who's the one whose job's on the line? So. Especially the big, big the guy that traded the best defensive play in the league for a bag of doorknobs. There you go. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I think uh, they're at home. Well, Seattle, I don't know. Their passing isn't the best. Um, I, I, I also really against the Raiders, heard that so. Khalil didn't want to play there. So, would you? They were going nowhere except I mean, for two Las Vegas. Right. Because no one else wanted their trash. But, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't put that on Gruden's shoulders. Not 100%. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's his kind of call ultimately. But if you have a guy that's going to fucking do you like Le'Veon does, you might as well get something. Right. Even if it is a second door. I think that's kind of where he, he looked at that. He's like, let me get some picks. Because I can trade those picks exactly. for other guys and higher picks. You know? Could he pair like four and one, though? Don't you think the Raiders could use the 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not if you got a guy that's not going to suit up and play. Right, unless he gets that contract. They didn't have the money. Not what he wanted. What was Webb's pick? Webb went with... If you look at it this way, you got an AFC versus an NFC team. And if you look here, uh, Seattle's eighth in rushing, uh, but 27th in passing. And AFC is a run week. Um, so they're going to take that eighth and probably make it a 20th from what I think. We'll see, though. I'll probably get disappointed and Seattle will blow them out of the fucking water. Right. And Russell Wilson will go kill him. And I'll go eight and fucking seven again. Um, and it's also in London, by the way. Oh, it's a London game. It's the first London game of the year. That's <laughs> Colts and Jets at Jets. J-Bones. Weak game. Yeah. Remind, remind me of... Okay. Yeah, yeah, one in four Colts at the two and three Jets. That's what he said. Remind me to fucking curl my hair during this game. <laughs> I'll take the Jets at home. It's just home team. Four wins. I think this might be a good one to call a tie on. <laughs> we have to break out another tie. <laughs> Look, hey, listen, here's a fun fact that Jets have won three of the last four against the Colts. Really? And they're at home. So that's a good pick, J Bones. But I got to go Colts because I think Andrew Luck needs a final. No, actually, let me keep the Jets because no T.Y. Hilton as well. I forgot about that. Or Jack Doyle tied in there. They're down again. Oh, yeah. Down in the dumps with Andrew Luck. I'm going with the Jets because I I picked the Colts in the last couple games and they lost all of them. And the only time um, I I didn't pick them was the one game they fucking won. So right. fuck the Colts. Jets, I'm picking Jets, Jets, Jets. J E T. That stat just kind of sold it for me. Love it. You good? J Mac, who you got? Jets. Jets. J E T. Are we all picking the Jets? Maybe the as well. Let's see. I bet he took Andy. You think so? Yep. Make the suspense even worse. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis it was. Woo! He took the Colts. So D. Weezy takes the Colts. The rest of us take the Jets. All right. Coming up next, we got the shitty Cardinals. They got their first win last week. In Minnesota. Wait, geez, I wonder who's going to win that game. Minnesota. So are we all going to agree got. we're all taking Minnesota? Weezy's yeah. got them. I'm going to make this my log of the week and go with the Vikings. You cheapskate. So everybody's got the Vikings. That's J-Bones' no, log no, of the no, week. No, 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 Not everyone, because listen, the Vikings got beat by Buffalo. Do we forget that? Got stomped by Buffalo, and they were just as bad as the Cardinals. So you the take Cardinals. Cardinals? Cardinals? Give the Cardinals. On the road. Three weeks in One a row. One in four. Three weeks in a row. Thirty-first in passing, thirty-second in rushing, twenty-fourth ranked defense, thirty-second ranked offense. This isn't golf. Anything can happen. Fuck that. Buffalo murdered Minnesota, and Minnesota's scary. They're gonna beat the Cardinals by at least fourteen. Write that down. And their defense is not that good. So this should be a great game. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. One of the NFL's most hated rivalries. This is a divisional game. And Steelers have won the last three matchups. Last three matchups. But the Bengals are 4-1. That was probably with Le'Veon. Right. The Bengals are 4-1 this year, man. Anyone see that coming? Uh, My buddy, uh, well, not my buddy, I guess my brother-in-law, Sam Coon. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, I know you're probably loving these Bengals right now. He's the only motherfucker I've ever met that likes the fucking Bengals. So does Lance. My aunt, she lives in Ohio. A kid from Florida. (laughs) That's what there's one. (laughs) Who you well, got, J Bones? I should. That's a I'm tough game. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. 
four and one. I think they are the best team in the division. They're at home. Um, I think they get it done. Steelers are such an up and down team this year. They were so good last week. It's scary not to pick them. I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the ball rolling. I think gonna bounce off that. And Antonio Brown had a good game, but I think he has a great game against them. It's always a great game. Just like Jay Bone said, uh, four and one. They're at home. They've looked great all year. The Steelers are wishy washy. I'll, I'll take Cincy. Uh, I'm missing Proxy. Pittsburgh. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Chargers versus Chargers. the Cleveland Browns. Now, granted, the Los Angeles Chargers are three and two this year, um, so he's got Cleveland. that's normally surprising. Uh, La Proxy's got Cleveland. Jay Bones, who you got at Cleveland versus the Chargers? This is probably going to be one of the best games of the week if you watch it. No shit. It's going to be exciting. Probably high scoring. I don't know. This is going to be a number one. I think you're I think exactly right. I think the Chargers are good. No, I'll stick with the Chargers. I'll go with my guys. I'll say the Chargers play any better. Uh, Weezy had Browns. Okay. I have Browns okay. at home. Baker Mayfield hasn't lost there. He's tied and won, and then won two of the last three. Give me the Browns. <laughs> Breezies. Yep. I got the Browns, That's too. That is getting better and better, man. I played them last weekend on Fantasy. Got 16 points. I think they're another one of those teams where every time I pick them, they lose. I got to go with my, my brother here since I need some picks, right? <laughs> That's on the road. It's tough to play in Cleveland. I need some picks, right? <laughs> Chargers I'm taking. We got the Bills at the Texans, two and three, two and three. But I know who Jay Moses is picking. Let me say Houston. And they're two and three. I'm gonna go with the Texans <laughs> <laughs> every week. Have <laughs> I mean, you literally picked them every week? Every five week, five weeks in a row. I'm going with the Texans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to mail you a Texans jersey. <laughs> Doesn't get to be one of your choices. And it's going to be it like... It has to be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's going to be Deshaun Watson. It's going to be Triple XL. Yeah. Y'all haven't seen him very very much lately. Triple XL is only a size or two too big for him these yeah, days. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen versus J.J. Watt. The Texas defense. I got Texans. Yeah. Give me the Texans. Who's the proxy? What's he got? Houston. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bills since everybody else picked the Texans. Bears and Fins. Jay Bones, it's at Miami. Bears and Fins. I'm still going to go with the Bears. Four and one. There's a surprise team so far. Best defense with Khalil Mack. I'm going to go with the Bears. The defense is number one right now, but they did have a bye week last week. Yeah. I took Miami as the division winner, so I'm going to pick them to beat the Bears. The Bears got a great defense, but I think Miami's got this at home. I got, uh, oh, go ahead. I got Chicago. It's a good pick, but Miami, they've lost two in a row. They need this win after getting just blown out both weeks. And I need the Bears to lose in my division. Damn, fuck the Bears. So, give me Miami. Fuck the Bears. Proxy. He picked Chicago. Oh, let's see. Rams at Denver. An interesting game. I wonder what Proxy picked on. I want to know Dustin's pick he did, first. He picked Rams, actually. Did he? 
J-Bones, Red Hot Rams offense versus struggling Broncos defense. I gotta go Rams. I'm going Rams. <laughs> Third track game in a row for the Rams, which is always scary, but they're taking care of business so far. I think I could stick with them. That's why I'm going to Rams. Might as well. Seth? They look pretty shaky against Seattle. Yeah. One, one by two, and I watched most of that game because I was interested to see what's going on. It there. was a wake-up call. Division game. That's right. Give the Broncos at home. Plus the insure an insure mile in the win, you know. Right. But I, I want the Broncos. Let's register trademark Baltimore and Tennessee. Jay Bombs, you got? Both three and two. Tennessee's a letdown last few games. True. I'll take the Ravens. I can't ever seem to get Tennessee right. I think I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I was just about to say that same thing. I Dude, can't get fifth defense, seventh passing for Baltimore. I think I've just been picking them shitty. That's what that's what I've been saying about everybody. But yeah, I'm picking Baltimore. Agree with Jay Will. Baltimore's offense is tenth. Titans is twenty sixth. <laughs> I didn't know it was right down low. Yeah, tenth. Uh, actually, you know, my bad. Give me Tennessee at home. I think they finally get it together this week. Uh, you picked Baltimore. Jags and Cowboys. Give me the Jags. This one's easy. I'll take the Jags. Jags. Better better defense. Uh, they're a, a struggling offense. What's his name? Jerry Jones today said he hasn't had a number one uh, receiver in years, even though they just released Des Bryant at the beginning of this year. So I'm not <laughs> right. sure what he's talking about, but apparently the Cowboys have not one single wide receiver over 200 yards, so... Uh, careful who you're starting on. Anything as far as Dallas Cowboys go, as far as uh, fantasy wise. Jags sweep. Jags around the board. They need a win after last week's crush. Chiefs at Patriots. J Bones, who you got on this game? I wish to see because I know you love Tom Brady you, a lot. Sunday night um, football. They yeah. got him last year there. I know he's your favorite all time. Who you got? It's it's in New England. I know and I don't. They won young upstart Chiefs on the road. Big night, Sunday night football game in New England. Chiefs really won two nice. straight games uh, versus the Patriots, by the way. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to trust my guy to go with the Chiefs and the underdogs on the road, but I think Mahomes finds a way to outgun Brady, and I think they come away with just scoring more points. I'm taking New England. Uh, they're getting Josh and uh, Josh Gordon in the mix. It's at Foxborough, New England Patriots. Put uh, the Kansas City Chiefs with that first loss. Yeah, give me that one too. Even though the Chiefs have won two straight against the Patriots and won their last year against the Patriots, but they're not gonna do it again. Niners and Packers. And he actually picked us as a lock of the week, and I can show you the proof on that one. <laughs> this will be my lock of the week as well. Every time I've locked of the week of the Packers, they've lost. But fuck that. This year it's at home against the shitty 49ers. Give me that lock of the week. Yeah, go ahead and give me the Packers all day on that one. Although, the CJ Bathard or whatever his name is, <laughs> I didn't even know he could actually play as good as he can for the 49ers quarterbacks. J-Bones? Um, let's see. Two minutes. If that. Yep, you got two. I'll go to the Packers. Packers sweep. <laughs> and the two teams on a bye are the Saints and Lions. Don't forget to switch out your defenses on fantasy. Those are our week six picks. Six picks. 
This is Heated Waves bringing you the NFL picks of the week. J Mac, thanks. Always. And that good UFC talk. Oh, yeah. Love some UFC. Uh, we'll see what happens with the McGregor Khabib thing. What goes down, we'll update you. J Bones, thanks for coming. Always a pleasure, Always man. Fun. Enjoy work, Bubba. Mr. Bradstone. Yep. Good to be here. Thanks, boys. T Bar from everybody at Heated Waves. Thanks for listening. Check Bubba's us out on Twitter. Google. Just fucking Google us if you're really interested. <laughs> You'll find all the platforms. Thanks, guys. Peace Thank out. You. Love you, fuckers. Donate. Hey guys, welcome to Heated Waves. 100th episode. Big 100. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, today we're going to cover uh, the Habib McGregor fight. And we're also going to go over week five results. I'm yeah. sorry. And week six picks. Let's jump right into the Habib McGregor fight. That was a crazy fight. Um, <laughs> Which one? In the octagon or out of the octagon? Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, so the guy who took off his pants after the win. Okay, so that was Derek Lewis. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was. His balls were hot. <laughs> go ahead, J-Bones. That's all I was just saying, Black Beast. Black Beast, baby. Yeah, and you just you called it, Jim. You, you called it, J-Bones. You, uh, H time down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, he was. It was a great fight. Um, it was just funny to see, like, uh, literally, he's holding his shorts in his hand, and I'm like, "Is this motherfucker's pants off? <laughs> what the hell's going on?" The ball's right. <laughs> I saw the interview, but I forgot what happened. He, yeah, so so Rogan, Rogan says, uh, you know, why, why do you have your pants off? And he just looks at him and says, my balls were hot. Yeah. And Rogan says, I understand that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was the greatest response ever. Uh, but yeah, uh, so, but I, what I found was interesting in that uh, post-fight interview is he said himself, Lewis said himself that he was not ready for any kind of, any kind of title fight or anything like that because his cardio was bullshit. So he said that himself in the post-fight interview in the octagon, and then they go and slate him against DC for the belt. Right. So that's interesting. So he better be hitting the cardio bike hard until that fight. Yeah. Because DC DC cardio is no joke with DC. He's got great cardio. Hit that um, cardio harder. You better be hitting DC harder than and, fight. And that, well, that's what he'll rely so on. Have to do all that cardio to last those longer rounds. But he was sloppy against Francis Gano, and then he had cardio issues the other night against uh, uh, Volkov. Uh, Volkov, yeah, Alexander Volkov. That was a good fight. And, the, it, it, and everybody over here at my house was like. Why won't Volkov attack? He like he'll hit him once or twice, but he won't like do anything after. And I was like, like you him, right? Too. And I said, like, because it only takes one with the black beast. He, he knows what the fuck he's <laughs> yeah, doing. He's I was smart. like, I was like, he's fighting how he needs to fight. I assure you. I asked the same he, question. He fought against. I, I went uh, whenever I was uh, at the UFC in Kansas City with my buddy Bo. Volkov fought against Roy Nelson, and everybody thought Roy Nelson was gonna fucking smoke him. Roy Nelson's got that huge right hand. And that is not how that fight went. Volkov won that fight, and he fought the smart fight. He's a very smart fighter. I believe he was a Bellator champion. Um, so, like, he the dude knows what he's fucking doing. Um, and he was fighting the smart fight against 
Black Beast. Yeah, we kept but, listening to that, like, why isn't he finishing? Because he would, you know, stun, make him just well, stumble. Just go over and give him a couple. That, that right hand is why, or left, or whatever. That, that big fucking punch is why he wouldn't throw punches in bunches. You, you can't what, do that. Last 10 seconds yeah. of the fight. Yep. It, does, it doesn't matter with him. Yep. That's that, crazy. That was at 15 minutes and 40, or I'm sorry, 15 minutes and, like, yeah, 40, 50 seconds of a 15-minute fight. I was like, no way. And he still has the power to just put you to sleep. Um, J-Bones, what do you think about um, the Pettis brothers? They both fought on that card. Um, Andy, I wasn't too impressed by. Anthony? Or Anthony, sorry, yeah. Anthony Pettis broke his hand in that fight. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, both the Pettis brothers lost. So that um, younger baby Pettis kind Sergio. of Which was smart as fuck on his part. If your corner man doesn't believe that you can finish, you shouldn't finish. Yeah, I, he didn't seem that confident in the fight. Uh, he even asked, asked him right after, after that round. He's like, you want to keep going? Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Elite. He has definitely beat the Huzu. He came. We have five and a half, six months after blowing his blowing his knee. Wow. It should take nine months to a year. Well, I, I mean, it was a little disappointing. Sergio lost. Um, he kind of came out of the gates looking good at first, and then I'm not sure what happened. I've never been too high up on the Pettis boys, to be totally honest. Like, Anthony was fantastic, like, early on in his career. But after his, like, Showtime kick and whatnot, like, he, he's a good, he's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. But it seems like everybody thought that he was a little bit better than what he ended up being. Well, let's talk about the McGregor fight. So, I'm sure everybody knows McGregor lost uh, due to submission. I uh, it, it, mean, was, it was more of like a chin crank. Yeah. Um, is that an actual? Those hurt like, like a. Oh I mean, I know that's it, but do they count it as? So yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's I believe what they would list it as is going to be like a neck crank or something along those lines, uh, because it is not a choke. That was not sunk yeah. in. That was not under the chin. But you right. have you have a dude that's unbelievably strong, just smashing both sides of your jaw and trying yeah. to break your fucking jaw. As soon as he and had it's excruciating. Like, oh, man, he's squeezing the piss out of his jaw. You better tap him. Yeah. Right yep. well. right I did too. I said, "Well, this one's done." True. And I, I also read that Habib spit on him after yeah, that. Right after I saw, I called that. Did I not? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, he he stood up and he went like, like that." Yeah, he just like so, I, he just spit on him. Um, and then afterwards, Dylan Dennis, who is Conor McGregor's jujitsu coach, from what I read today on Twitter. TMZ reported that Dylan Danis called Habib a quote Muslim fucking rat. They take all their re- their religion and things very 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 seriously in Russia and Dagestan where Habib's from. Well, and from what TMZ says, and this was from just a word of mouth, and they also said on that tweet that they would really kind of like to see more people say the same thing before they made it concrete as to why it happened, but they're just as word of mouth right now. 
apparently Dennis was saying some questionable things as to his religion and shit like that and calling him a dirty Muslim rat and things of that nature, which nobody's going to appreciate, especially when you have the history of these guys anyways. But you have to keep your composure. Absolutely. You won the fight. Why go after all that? Why Jake is ruining everything you just said? Because they're talking about taking his visa, um, spending So that was, that was the thing that I'm curious about. He still hasn't been paid. No, they they've kept his entire they've kept his entire two million dollar purse. So for those of you who don't know, at the end of the Conor McGregor fight and Khabib, Khabib stands over McGregor, they change words, he spits on McGregor, and then proceeds to jump the fence and start attacking. Am I correct in saying McGre- uh, McGregor's uh, like team? Yeah. Um, and it was mass chaos. And then what preceded was... So, two of Habib's guys who train with Habib and are also... One of them was supposed to fight Connor's best friend, Artem Lobov. Um, they jumped into the octagon and blindsided McGregor uh, all while this chaos is going on. I did see McGregor throw hands on somebody that was on top of the octagon before that. I that don't know who that was. Man. That was uh, his manager, um, Habib's manager. Okay. Because he was trying to throw hammer fist down. Okay. And he's like, fuck you, get off. And so, punch him and um, but long story short, uh, the UFC doesn't really have any control over the, the punishments as of right now. Fighting UFC is a government ran, government uh, controlled, and every state, no matter what state you no, go to, the Nevada, uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission. But there there's like a Missouri State Athletic Commission, there's a California State Athletic Commission. Yeah, like every every state has their own one. But right, so and that's all ran by the government. So the punishment that's being put out right now is they they have the Nevada State Athletic Commission has kept 100 percent of Habib's purse, which is two million dollars. They couldn't keep. They can't keep the, his pay-per-view yeah, bias. Instead of pay-per-view. Um, which, what is that? Explain that. So when you uh, the big, big, big fighters, the Brock Lesnar's, the Connors, the Rondas, John the John Jones, those guys get pay-per-view buys in their contract, and that means every one of us that spend the sixty-five or seventy-five dollars on that pay-per-view, they are contracted their share of that. So whether it's a dollar amount, uh, Brock used to get three dollars per buy. Oh, so okay. for every buy, he so and if there's 65 and, million people buy. You know, just saying. Usually there's a couple million that yeah, buy it. Um, so, but that's where that's where Connor was expecting to make 50 million off of this fight. His contract to pay was three million. So the rest of his money that he's expecting to make is off of. And I'm assuming I don't know, but he has the best deal in the UFC of anybody in history. So I, I'm guessing he gets probably at least 10 bucks a buy. So now, I, I, let me interrupt you for a sure. second, Now I know for people that remember the old school um, UFC, those guys wore their own shorts and they had all kinds sure. of sponsors. And then Reebok bought out a part of UFC or became their mission to that portion of it. Is do the fighters get a certain pay cut for wearing? Okay. Yes. So, and that is based on their tenure of fighting. The brand new fighters get like one to two thousand. The fighters that have had like five to eight fights get this amount. The fighters that have eight to twelve fights get this amount. Yada yada yada. If it's above fifteen fights or whatever, they get the top amount. But the top amount's like ten k. Those guys that had their own sponsors back in the day, there was one like one sponsor would be worth like thirty to fifty grand. I like how their trunks look nowadays. They're clean. You know who's who. I, I disagree with you a bit about the 
about the um, look of it because I like the old school look. I like the Chuck Liddell, the Ice Man shorts. Yeah. Like, um, well, I don't know if to the guy, but I do agree it sucks about the pay cut because I know Brendan Shaw came out of yeah. the podcast and he was talking about he's just a mid level guy, maybe a top 15 guy, but probably not top 10. And um, no he was making over 100 grand in sponsorships per fight. Damn. So when he had to sign this Reebok deal, he's thinking, you know, what they get out of their actual fight purse is fucking peanuts unless they're john jones or unless they get those pay-per-view buys that's right. what it's all about that's how those guys that's make all, we all the money <laughs> so with that being said let me ask you this then so khabib lost all of that so with conor mcgregor he's gaining not only the fight money the tv money and proper twelve money and the, yeah. So also, so the UFC sent the tapes of everything that happened to Nevada State Athletic Commission. They initially they held both fighters' purses. Yeah. After watching the tapes, that. they said that Connor didn't do anything wrong. All he, he did was, was defend fan. himself. Yeah, so jumped. they gave him his purse. Connor got his three million, and they still kept. Habib's. Yeah, um, Habib's so, but, so think about this, though. Something that a lot of people aren't really thinking about. Habib is from Dagestan, Russia. He's here on a work visa. And that's why he's he's on old. national TV assaulting somebody. And he's over here for work of doing that visa. So, you just fuck that. Right. So it is going to be extremely difficult for him to get maybe even back in the country. I mean, depending on money, lawyers, etc. But what? Another detail is the governor of Nevada was asked to fight yeah. there front row or whatever. But he's like, you know, watching these fights. He's the guy that's in charge at overseas Correct. commission. Correct. Correct. And then you got this melee breakdown right in front of him. They're trying to usher him out on stage. And yeah, he ran out scared for his life. And he's the guy that's going to be overseeing Habib's hearing. Well, could you imagine of that going on? You're just, what's one of the actors? I'd be terrified too. Any people like that just hanging out? Like Chris Pratt was there. Yeah. And then just all that because what do you got? You got the fucking Irish mob and the fucking Russian mob waiting out there just to beat each other's ass. That was, that was another Brennan Chop thing. He called that. He he on, well, on Rogan's podcast. That happened either either way. If Connor would have won, it would have been a hay fucking wire. Some someone went crazy, and then you know he'd be one. So obviously, seeing what we see, so I think either way, something crazy was going to happen. No matter who fought, who won, it was going to be just it was fucking. But I loved it. I think any any fan watching loved it for the fact of just the excitement. entertainment. Now, not for the professionalism on my side. I think that's ridiculous, man. I think you be, he's talking about how humble he is, right? So I, I read a thing the other day that was talking about after McGregor threw the dolly through the bus window, Dana White was quoted in saying, well, whenever you have a guy that like slaps your buddy around and has a whole whole gang of guys come up on him, then yeah, that's when Connor goes psycho, gets all of his goons, and flies out there. He's like, that's how shit is in the streets. It's a street thing. So for him to have that mentality for Connor throwing the dolly through the window, and then to have this mentality about Habib jumping over the barrier, it's kind of really biased. Like, yeah, like critical for sure. Right. Like, I mean, you and they. They use that footage in order to hype the fucking fight of him throwing the dolly through the goddamn window. Like, it's not like it's 
Yeah, it, it, it looks bad, and Dana's going to say that it looks bad, but he gets a fucking hard-on over that shit, I guarantee it. Well, I mean... That's dollar that's signs. Important, yeah, it's an important guy that makes him a lot of money. And it's not costing him any fucking pocket money. So, uh, Khabib, his record, that would have been his 27th win, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, how many of those 26 wins were in the UFC? Do we know that? Quite a few, yeah. So I was wondering, I thought it wasn't very many. Khabib has been around for a while. Now, is that a great... Yeah, the level of competition that some other guys have fought. Khabib's had a problem making weight. That's you. True. That tiramisu will get you. Yep. And so his fights are his his last fights were Connor, Raging Ally Quinta, who hadn't fought in a long time before that fight. Edson Barboza, Michael Johnson, Daryl Horcher, Rafael Dos Anjos, Pat Healy, Abel Trujillo, Tiago Tavares, Glyson Tebow. Uh, Glyson Tebow, uh, there was, that was his second fight in the UFC. His first fight was Kamal Sholoris. I've never heard of him. Oh, he's, he, he's had 10 fights in the UFC. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. So, I mean, it really should be 10-0, not 26-0. Because if we're in the UFC fighting, that's what I consider. As long as it's a professional sanctioned fight, it still goes towards your record. I don't know, but it should say 16-0 and blah, 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 and 10-0. They, they usually do. Now, J-Bones, does uh, Conor McGregor get the win for that fight in the belt? No, he, he lost weight. Obviously, he lost. The best thing he can hope for is a rematch. I don't think he deserves that. He's so who is the current champion of that division right now? It's Habib. Yeah, it's still Habib. And Dana said that he wasn't going to strip him of his title. But that's what he said. But what I was seeing is that from actual athletics, whichever you know, Nevada State, whatever, that they could strip him, which makes it hard. They could still have a rematch, and that'd be fine. But it wouldn't possibly be for the belt. It'd be somebody else, maybe fight Connor for the belt. So I'll tell you who that's going to be right now. Uh, Mr. No, uh, Mr. Diaz was supposed to fight Dustin Poirier, yeah, pulled, and Dustin yeah, Poirier pulled out with an injury. So yeah, I'm but they pulled out now. Uh, Nate Diaz altogether is what I was just literally just reading a couple hours ago. Yeah, I'll throw him on a Connor fight, and he and he said I'll fight Khabib whenever Khabib's ready. Is what Nate Diaz, which I'll give him props for, he'll fight anybody anytime. But I think Nate he's going to be suspended. Would be a great match for uh, Khabib. Yeah, he takedown would. wise, he would. But he's going to be suspended for six to nine months minimum for right. his fucking antics. Yeah. So the, the fight to make is Connor. What? Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Tony Ferguson deserves it more than anybody. El Cuckoo. Oh, it's his decision, I guess. Right, especially when you're hanging out with Vladimir Putin afterwards. That sounds like bitch shit, though. Oh, I beat McGregor because I took him to the ground. 
And that's a, a, obviously, you know, McGregor should have obviously trained harder for I'll ground right takedowns now, and back takedowns. Conor McGregor that's, he did well, well at he, first, but he did. He did way better than I thought he was going to. There's no way. He got right back up a second later. Yeah, I mean, it knocked him down, but he immediately got and back threw up. hands right afterwards. Well, here's here's the thing, in my opinion, that a lot of people really don't really take into consideration either. If Connor only trained wrestling for the next three years, he'd still be twenty years behind Habib. I don't think so, man. Habib's yeah, been wrestling since I he was like four. I understand that, but like I said before, Connor's just like a John Jones. Eventually, they will learn how someone fights and be able to beat you every time, pick you apart. And I think Connor has that talent ability. No matter what anybody else thinks, I don't care. I think he, if he trained for three years, I guarantee you he would. Because, I mean, he was only three, what, three for seven on takedowns and taking Connor down? You give him three years of that training? Shit. Good luck. You're not taking him down the one time. Maybe one for seven. But once he takes him down, then yes, that's where he beats him. What, Jimmy? Do you honestly think he was training for two years? However long and whatever. Look at the Mayweather fight. Oh my god, man. I don't even want to argue about that weak fight. Connor. So he's getting tired, so they pulled the fight. The ref stopped the fight. Let him knock him out. That's boxing. I'm not talking you, about, I'm talking about, about this. I'm talking about how Connor is supposed to be the best boxer in the UFC. In the UFC, that's different than boxing. I'm saying. Well, now he, you know how I feel. I'm trying to tell you something and you I don't even get my whole thing out and then boom. And then you're on to your thing. So now it's mutual. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying is Connor is a mixed martial artist. He could train boxing until he's blue in the face and he's not gonna beat Floyd Mayweather. Well, yeah, no. Why would they so, tarnish his record? So what, fifty whatever no. So Habib up fight. Habib is the Floyd Mayweather of wrestling. That's fine. So like I'm said, saying wait, wait, it's gonna take three more. years, really? When he was three for seven, taking him down, three years added on to that. Yeah. He wasn't wrestling and, and doing all this training for two years. He took time off. He didn't even go for takedowns in the second or third round. Hardly. Habib. He still did. Barely. It doesn't matter. He's three for seven regardless. Any, how many other Habib's fights have you watched? Uh, probably three or four, honestly. And what is he doing? He's trying to take you down. And he then no, he, he takes you the fuck down, down and then buries you. Not everyone. I can't remember everyone. who it was. There was somebody, a badass fight with him. It was actually the most closest fight I've ever seen of anybody with Habib with his takedown. I'm not dumb when it comes to MMA. I've I didn't watched think fights. Were. I know, but I, everything I say is just, it's like, I, I don't know nothing about it. Like, three years, man. If you're three for seven, listen to that statistically. 
three for seven on takedowns, and you're the best at it. The best. And you've been doing it for 20 years, 30 years, however old the guy is. Wrestling with little bears. That's a little kid. Did you see that footage? That's crazy. He's wrestling with bears? a little baby bear. I mean, it wasn't a huge bear, but still a bear. Damn. As a little, like, 10-year-old bear kid or something. Than you are. But if you give a guy like him, McGregor, with that fighting ability and talent, three years of wrestling, I guarantee you, maybe one time he would take you down. Because he's... Like Jimmy Bones was saying, his takedown was actually surprising. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying against him. So you're saying so Connor's a, a good enough athlete <laughs> to, if he trained for two years at wrestling, that he could, he's a good enough athlete to be on Khabib's level, possibly. He would, he, his takedown defense would be tremendous compared to that. Instead of a three for seven, if he took him down and tried it another seven times, I bet he maybe one time he'd take him down successfully. Maybe. Okay. And yeah, his ground game is phenomenal when he's on the ground. I'm not gonna deny that at all. So the Connor and our Connor McGregor and Khabib basically ended in chaos. Um, I, I would love to see a rematch. Maybe they do it in Russia. Who <laughs> knows? Right. Uh, Maybe they die die get killed there, and they're not gonna do it there. You get killed there. So Jones, John Jones, reportedly coming back, fighting in December. Who's he fighting? Alexander Gustafson. Gustafson, the second. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting because I thought Gustafsson beat him the first time. Um, he put a hurt on him. That's the most damage I think I'd ever think I'd seen John Jones take in a fight. I don't know about anybody else if anybody else thinks he lost that fight, but I think he lost. He didn't dominate, which is usually right, what you normally. have to do. The chance to the champion is dominate. But yeah, I'm excited for that fight. That's a quick fight in two months. Yeah. How long has John Jones been out? I'm still confused on the whole wow. his situation. Oh, I don't know how he got John it. Jones has been out since um, July of 2017. Yeah. Gustafson so has been out since May of 2017. So what huh. are those two fucking guys on a title shot? That's be a bunch of cage rust in there. I, I, I wonder, I don't even know how that would even end up going. Just a straight stand up and someone's going to get gassed out real quick. Oh, I don't know. They'll probably hit the party. Well, do you think John Jones is bad? He's probably been partying the whole freaking time. Hopefully, he's in shape. Who knows with that guy? I'm still surprised they let him fight or I, out of walk the streets. To be completely honest, I know, man. That money, that money is it'll get you. It runs. Oh, Dana White gives a fuck about. They sank like billions of dollars into the company. They got to make that shit back. It's like Jesus. he's one of the guys to make your money. <laughs> yeah. That's why they let him. He's back. the best Here. promoter in the world. I think we should do some NFL picks. Should we do the recap first? Do the week five recap, see where we're at? Oh, you mean like last week's pick? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I thought you meant like over last week's game. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Brad Stone went seven and eight. Uh, D Weezy went seven and eight. I went eight and seven. T Ball went eight and seven. And Fuckface went 12 and three. Jesus. Well, what? I thought we picked a lot of the same ones. I Jay Bones went twelve and three times. God damn! He's now way in the lead with forty nine and twenty nine. Next will be T Ball at forty two and thirty six. Seven games. Then Bradstone forty one and thirty seven. Nice. Myself at thirty eight and forty, and Weezy at thirty seven forty one. Jay Bones, that was complete luck. So, like I said, I am going to pick every pick Jimmy picks. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let him start off the show and pick the picks. What, what? 12 and 3, that's amazing. Right, very nice picks. All right. Just a 
I guess a quick shout out to Tom Brady. I watched him play the Indianapolis Colts. And yeah. Uh, his, so I think, second hookup with Josh Gordon. First. Uh, oh, first hookup, yeah, with Josh Gordon. Nice was a touchdown, catch. and it just so happened to be Tom Brady's 500th uh, touchdown pass. On, on top of that, we also owe an apology to, yeah, to our uh, call-in friend whom we all told to start. Hey, Jerry Mr. Cobb still has to go. I mean, he had a good he game. He yeah. won. I'm not, so what do you mean? What, he won. Points-wise. Points-wise. Points 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 for fantasy football. Points-wise, but she, she was asking me why we were very correct. And, and that's what we said. He's leading the league in passing yards, too. Jared Goff. And, honestly, my advice was to trade Tom Brady and what <laughs> better thing to do after a fantastic week. Okay. okay. There you go. So, so, all good advice. <laughs> so, <laughs> take looking, it with a grain of salt. If you're but, looking for somebody who can put up some big points, Tom Brady put up that trade offer if they rejected say did you see the week he had last week for real and the week before that because you already got Jared Goff so think about that maybe get you somebody and throw a couple more points on the board uh Thursday Eagles Giants Jay Bones who you got at Giants I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Giants I think this is the week that finally we get a performance from both Saquon and Odell. We got one last week. Eagles are still in a bit of a Super Bowl hangover funk, so I'm going to go with the Giants. All right, J-Mac, who you got? Eagles, Giants. I'll take the Giants. Giants. I'm on Saquon's notes. J-Bone, J-Mac, both got the Giants. Mr. Bradstone? Uh, Let me just throw this in there. Two things real quick about Saquon Barkley. One, we have the same initials, so that's just balling. Maybe that's why I like him so much. Number two, another 100-yard game from scrimmage. Wish uh, D. Weezy was here so I'd go ahead and let him know that one. I know y'all are missing that argument. But uh, I want to go Giants at home. They got – God, they got so close on beating the freaking Carolina – the Linas last last week. Linus. But he kicked – Gano kicked a 63-yarder to beat them in the last few seconds. They lost by two. But Saquon balled. And so did Odell, so keep it the Giants. Giants. You know, I'm going to go with the Eagles this week, actually. Um, The Eagles are looking crappy. Uh, They're kind of on a downhill slide, but they do have the uh, number 10th defense in the league. Uh, The Giants are only ranked 12th. So uh, what I want to do is, yeah, pick the Eagles. I think they're going to jump out of that slump this week and take New York at their house. He took the Giants. Giants. He's on Saquon's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of. All right, so next we got the Falcons and the 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 Buccaneers. Falcons. Okay, I'll go with the Falcons back home. I know they've only got one from that book, but they're probably the best one win team in the league. So they're getting traded around. Hopefully, uh, Julio will get the end zone before it's too long. Fuck him. I'm all about Calvin Ridley. I'm gonna go with the Bucks this week. Um, I. I don't know. You know, with them starting um, Jameis Winston, Winston, I think it's a tough call with that going because I really think they should have kept Fitzpatrick in. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going to go with Fuck fuck the Bucs. Don't get me wrong. I like Jameis Winston. He's a Florida State guy. I'm a Florida State football fan. Um, I like him, but Fitzpatrick's got that magic. You should have ran with it. Keep it in there. Number two offense. Like, that's because of Fitzpatrick. So, let the door open for him. Let Jameis Winston get his reps in, and then maybe bring him back in next week. So, I'm taking Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta lock of the week, and I'm also 
gonna go ahead and say that Mr. Calvin Ridley is gonna have a two touchdown game and Again. over 125 yards Again. receiving. Mr. Bradstone. But look, if it was Winston making his first appearance after how many weeks off, I don't. You know, like they, uh, that's I what I'm saying. Because like, if, totally with if Fitzpatrick was Falcons. starting, yeah, it's hard to pick against that because you had all this chemistry with Fitzpatrick. Now you throw him out and you insert Jameis Winston after how many weeks off and all the pro- problems he's been in, and you know, I, I can't do it. Proxy, not, not at Falcons. Atlanta, he picked Atlanta. Do you easy with with Atlanta? So we all picked Atlanta. That's a sweeper, yep. huh? Sweep. All right, so we have the Panthers at the Redskins. Don't you mean the Linus? Linus. Linus Panthers at Washington. J-Bones, who you got? I'm going to go with the Panthers on the road. I think they're just a better team. I think uh, they'll sweep one out. It'll be a close game, but I'm going to take the Panthers. Weezy picked uh, Carolina as well. Well, this one's pretty tough for me, honestly. I'm going to go ahead and say Carolina. The Linus, I don't know. I just don't really like the Redskins, I guess. Fuck them. I'm going to be the only one to pick the Redskins at home. That's not true. And that's hard to pick against the three and one, surprisingly, Panthers with all those injuries, especially with tight end Greg Olson. I'm always pulling for that guy. He can never stay healthy. But listen, Josh Norman's facing his former team against the Panthers, and I think he's going to get after old Cam Newton. McCaffrey is a gangster. I love that kid. Little white boy from wherever he came from. He came out of nowhere. But he came yes. out of his daddy's jeans. <laughs> but listen, but I completely agree. Washington Redskins. Yeah, I completely Skins. agree. Washington Redskins. I'm a huge Alex Smith fan. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, they got the number five defense in the league, uh, so they're going to put a hurt on Cam Newton. They look. They stopped Rogers. Yeah, I mean the Redskins. They. That's what impressed me. I was like, I mean they got. They got to Rogers pretty well, and there's two and two, so they're not a bad team. So and they're at home. I've got to t- I got to take the Redskins. Next, we have Seattle and Oakland. Ooh, Lynch's old team he's playing against. Skittles. Skittles. This is easy for me. I'm going with Seattle. I'm going against Oakland pretty much every week. I think they're shooting. Sure. Yeah, I don't know how they're so fucking bad, honestly. Really, the team they have oh, offensively is right. amazing. Yeah. And defense, they're not bad. They're it's just not clicking. Fair. No, there's. I think some coaching personnel. Problem. Yeah, I think there's a little rust on Gruden's shoulders there. So, well, you can't put all the blame on that guy. He's, he's only doing so many things at one time. Like he doesn't run that whole team from the assistants. So, right. but yeah, I, it's hard for me to pick against them. And Seattle just about beat the Rams. Yeah, they did last week. And I don't know. Give them, you know what? I got Seattle. I, I picked Oakland last week, and I'm gonna pick them again at home. Just because they need this win. Like, I know Seattle's only two and three, but they need a win. So, J. Mack, you took Seattle? I think I'm going to take the Raiders, too. Um, They're getting smacked in the mouth by the media, and Gruden does need to step up. I know you're saying there's a lot of assistance and a lot of people helping out, but who's the motherfucker that always gets the blame in the end? Yeah, it's true. Um, Who's the one whose job's on the line? So... Especially after that big concert. The guy that traded the best defensive play in the league for a bag of doorknobs. There you go. Yeah, so, I mean, I think uh, they're at home. Well, Seattle, I don't know. Their passing isn't the best. Um, I, I, I can't also the really against the Raiders, heard that so. Khalil didn't want to play there. So, would you? They were going nowhere except for I mean, two Las Vegas. Right. Because no one else wanted their trash. But, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't 
put that on Gruden's shoulders. Not 100%. I mean, I mean yeah, it's his kind of call ultimately. But if you have a guy that's going to fucking do you like Le'Veon does, you might as well get something. Right. Even if it is a sack of door. I think that's kind of where he, he looked at that. He's like, let me get some picks. Because I can trade those picks exactly. for other guys and higher picks. You know? Did he like 4-1 though? Don't you think the Raiders could use the help? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not if you got a guy that's not going to suit up and play. Right, unless he gets that contract. They didn't have the money. Not what he wanted. What was Webb's pick? Webb went with... If you look at it this way, you got an AFC versus an NFC team. And if you look here, uh, Seattle's eighth in rushing, uh, but 27th in passing. And AFC is a run week. Um, so they're going to take that eighth and probably make it a 20th from what I think. We'll see, though. I'm probably get disappointed and Seattle will blow them out of the fucking water. Right. And Russell Wilson will go kill him. And I'll go eight and fucking seven again. Um, and it's also in London, by the way. Oh, it's a London game. It's the first London game of the year. That's <laughs> Colts and Jets at Jets. J Bones. Weak game. Yeah. Remind, remind me. Of fucking, yeah, yeah, one in four Colts at the two and three Jets. That's what he said. Remind me to fucking curl my hair during this game. <laughs> I'll take the Jets at home. Uh, home team, four wins. I think this might be a good one to call a tie on. <laughs> and we have to break out another tie. <laughs> Look, hey, listen, here's a fun fact that Jets have won three of the last four against the Colts. Really? And they're at home. So that's a good pick, J Bones. But I got to go Colts because I think Andrew Luck needs to find it. No, actually, let me keep the Jets because no T.Y. Hilton as well. I forgot about that. Or Jack Doyle tied in there. They're down again. Oh, yeah. Down in the dumps with Andrew Love. <sighs> I'm going with the Jets because I I picked the Colts in the last couple games and they lost all of them. And the only time um, I I didn't pick them was the one game they fucking won. So right. fuck the Colts. Jets, I'm picking Jets, 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 Jets. J-E-T-S. That stat just kind of sold it for me. You're good. J-Mac, who you got? Jets. Jets? J-E-T-S. Are we all picking the Jets? Maybe the as well? Let's see. I bet he took Andy. You think so? Yep. Make the suspense even worse. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis it was. Woo! He took the Colts. So D. Weezy takes the Colts. The rest of us take the Jets. All right. Coming up next, we got the shitty Cardinals. They got their first win last week. In Minnesota. Wait, geez, I wonder who's going to win that game. Minnesota. So are we all going to agree got. we're all taking Minnesota? Weezy's yeah. got I'm going to make this my log of the week and go with the Vikings. You cheapskate. So everybody's got the Vikings. That's J-Bones' no, log no, no, of the no, week. No, 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 no. Not everyone, because listen, the Vikings got beat by Buffalo. Do we forget that? Got stomped by Buffalo, and they were just as bad as the Cardinals. So you the take Cardinals. Cardinals? Cardinals? Give the Cardinals. On the road. Three weeks in One a row. One in four. Three weeks in a row. Thirty-first in passing, thirty-second in rushing, twenty-fourth ranked defense, thirty-second ranked offense. This isn't golf. Anything can happen. Fuck that. Buffalo murdered Minnesota, and Minnesota's scary. They're gonna beat the Cardinals by at least fourteen. Write that down. And their defense is not that good. So this should be a great game. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. One of the NFL's most hated rivalries. This is a divisional game. And Steelers have won the last three matchups. Last three matchups. But the Bengals are four and one. That was probably with Le'Veon. Right. The Bengals are four and one this year, man. 
Anyone see that coming? Uh, my buddy, uh, well, not my buddy, I guess my brother-in-law, Sam Coon. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, I know you're probably loving these Bengals right now. He's the only motherfucker I've ever met that likes the fucking Bengals. So does my aunt. My aunt, she lives in Ohio. A kid from Florida. That's what there's one. <laughs> Who well, you got, Jay Bones? I should. That's a I'm tough gonna go with the Bengals. Four and one. I think they are the best team in the division. They're at home. Um, I think they get it done. Steelers are such an up and down team this year. They were so good last week. It's scary <laughs> not to pick them. I know. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep the ball rolling. You I think they're gonna bounce off that. And Antonio Brown had a good game, but I think he has a great game against them. Oh, it's always Vegas. a great game. Just like J Bone said, uh, four and one. They're at home. They've looked great all year. The Steelers are wishy washy. I'll, I'll take Cincy. Uh, I'm missing proxy. Pittsburgh. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Chargers versus Chargers. the Cleveland Browns. Now, granted, the Los Angeles Chargers are three and two this year, um, so he's got Cleveland. that's normally surprising. Uh, LaProxy's got Cleveland. J Bones, who you got at Cleveland versus the Chargers? This is probably going to be one of the best games of the week if you watch it. No shit. It's going to be exciting. Probably high scoring. I don't know. This is going to be a tough one. I think you're exactly right. I think the Chargers are good. No, I'll stick with the Chargers. I'll go with my guys. I'll say the Chargers play any better. Weezy had Browns. Okay. I have Browns at home. Baker Mayfield hasn't lost there. He's tied and won, and then won two of the last three. Give me the Browns. <laughs> Breezies. Yep. I got the Browns, that too. defense is getting better and better, man. I played them last weekend on Fantasy. Got 16 points. I think they're another one of those teams where every time I pick them, they lose. I got to go with my, my brother here since I need some picks, right? <laughs> That's on the road. It's tough to play in Cleveland. I need some picks, right? <laughs> Chargers I'm taking. We got the Bills at the Texans. Two and three at two and three. But I know who J-Bones is picking. Let me say Houston. And they're two and three. I'm going to go with the Texans. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. (laughs) I mean, you literally pick them every week. Every week. Five weeks in a row. (laughs) I'm going with the Texans. I want to mail you a Texans jersey. Doesn't get to be one of your choices. And it's going to be like... It has to be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's going to be Deshaun Watson. It's going to be Triple XL. Yeah. Y'all haven't seen him very very much lately. Triple XL is only a size or two too big for him these days. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Allen versus J.J. Watt. Texas defense. I got Texans. Yeah. Give me the Texans. Who's the proxy? What's he got? Houston. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bills since everybody else picked the Texans. Bears and Fins. Jay Bones, it's at Miami. Bears and Fins. I'm still going to go with the Bears. Four and one. There's a surprise team so far. Best defense with Khalil Mack. I'm going to go with the Bears. The defense is number one right now, but they did have a bye week last week. Yeah. I uh, took Miami as the division winner, so I'm going to pick them to beat the Bears. The Bears got a great defense, but I think Miami's got this at home. I uh, got, oh, go ahead. I got Chicago. It's a good pick, but Miami, they've lost two in a row. They need this win after getting just blown out both weeks. 
And I need the Bears to lose for my division. Damn, fuck the Bears. So, give me Miami. Fuck the Bears. Proxy. He picked Chicago. Oh, let's see. Rams at Denver. Interesting game. I wonder what Proxy picked on. I want to know Dustin's pick he did, first. He picked Rams, actually. Did he? J-Bones. Red Hot Rams offense versus struggling Broncos defense. I gotta go Rams. I'm going Rams. Third track game in a row for the Rams, which is always scary. But they're taking care of Dustin so far. I think I'm going to stick with them as well, going to Rams. Might as well. Seth? They look pretty shaky against Seattle. Yeah, one by two, and I watched most of that game because I was interested to see what's going on. It was there. a wake-up call, vision game. That's right. Give the Broncos at home. Plus, the insure an insure mile in the win, you know. Right, but I, I want the Broncos. Let's register trademark Baltimore at Tennessee. Jay Bumsy, you got both three and two. Tennessee's a letdown last few games. True. I'll take the Ravens. I can't ever seem to get Tennessee right. I think I'm going to go with Baltimore. I was just about to say that same thing. I Dude, can't get... Fifth defense, seventh passing for Baltimore? I think I've just been picking them shitty. That's what, that's what I've been saying about everybody. But, yeah, I'm picking Baltimore. Agree with Jay. Baltimore's offense is 10th. Titans is 26th. Uh, I didn't know it was right down low. Yeah, 10th. Uh, actually, you know, my bad. Give me Tennessee at home. I think they finally get it together this week. Uh, he picked Baltimore. Jags at Cowboys. Give me the Jags. This one's easy. I'll take the Jags. Jags. Better better defense. Uh, they're a, a struggling offense. What's his name? Jerry Jones today said he hasn't had a number one uh, receiver in years, even though they just released Des Bryant at the beginning of this year. So I'm not <laughs> right. sure what he's talking about, but apparently the Cowboys have not one single wide receiver over 200 yards, so... Uh, careful who you're starting on. Anything as far as Dallas Cowboys go, as far as uh, fantasy wise. Jags sweep. Jags around the board. They need a win after last week's crush. Chiefs at Patriots. J Bones, who you got on this game? I wish to see because I know you love Tom Brady you, a lot. Sunday night um, football. They yeah. got him last year there. I know he's your favorite all time. Who you got? It's it's in New England. I know and I don't. They won young upstart Chiefs on the road. Big night, Sunday night football game in New England. Chiefs won two straight games versus uh, the Patriots, by the way. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to trust my gut go with the Chiefs and the underdogs on the road, but I think Mahomes finds a way to outgun Brady, and I think they come away with scoring more points. I'm taking New England. Uh, they're getting Josh and uh, Josh Gordon in the mix. It's at Foxborough, New England Patriots. Put uh, the Kansas City Chiefs with that first loss. Yeah, give me that one too. Even though the Chiefs have won two straight against the Patriots and won their last year against the Patriots, but they're not going to do it again. Niners and Packers. And he actually picked us as a lock of the week, and I can show you the proof of that one. <laughs> this will be my lock of the week as well. Every time I've locked of the week of the Packers, they've lost. But fuck that. This year it's at home against the Sheehan 49ers. <laughs> give me that lock of the week. Yeah, go ahead and give me the Packers all day on that one. Although, the CJ Bathard or whatever his name is, <laughs> I didn't even know he could actually play as good as he can for the 49ers quarterback. J-Bones? Um, let's see. Two minutes. If that. Yep, you got two. I'll go with the Packers. 
Packers sweep. <laughs> and the two teams on a bye are the Saints and Lions. Don't forget to switch out your defenses on fantasy. Those are our week six picks. Six picks. This is Heated Waves bringing you the NFL picks of the week. J Mac, thanks. And Always. And that good UFC talk. Oh, yeah. Love some UFC. Uh, we'll see what happens with the McGregor Khabib thing. What goes down, we'll update you. J Bones, thanks for coming. Always a pleasure, Always man. Fun. Enjoy work, Bubba. Mr. Bradstone. Yep. Good to be here. Thanks, boys. T Bar from everybody at Heated Waves. Thanks for listening. Check Bubba's us out on Twitter. Google. Just fucking Google us if you're really <laughs> interested. You'll find all the platforms. Thanks, guys. Peace Thank out. You. Love you, fuckers. Donate. Hey guys, welcome to Heated Waves. 100th episode. Big 100. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, today we're going to cover uh, the Habib McGregor fight, and we're also going to go over week five results. I'm yeah. sorry, and week six picks. Let's jump right into the Habib McGregor fight. That was a crazy fight. <laughs> um... Which one? In the octagon or out of the octagon? Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay, so the guy who took off his pants after the win. Okay, so that was Derek Lewis. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was his balls were hot. <laughs> Go ahead, J Bones. That's the hardest thing, Black Beast. Black Beast, baby. Yeah, and you just you called it, Jim. You called it, J Bones. You, uh... That's what's up. H time down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, he was. It was a great fight. Um... It was just funny to see, like, uh, literally, he's holding his shorts in his hand, and I'm like, is this motherfucker's pants off? <laughs> what the hell's going on? The balls are off. <laughs> I saw the interview, but I forgot what happened. Yeah, like, so, so Rogan, Rogan says, uh, you know, what, why, why do you have your pants off? And he's looks at and says, my balls were hot. Yeah. And Rogan <laughs> says, I understand that. <laughs> and then, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> which was the greatest response ever. <laughs> Uh, like Joe Rogan. But yeah, uh, so but I what I found was interesting in that uh, post fight interview is he said himself, Lewis said himself that he was not ready for any kind of any kind of title fight or anything like that because his cardio was bullshit. So he said that himself in the post fight interview in the octagon, and then they go and slate him against DC for the belt. Right. So that's interesting. So he better be hitting the cardio bike hard until that fight. Yeah, because DC DC cardio is no joke with DC. He's got great cardio. You better hit that um, cardio hard, or you better be hitting DC hard in that and, fight. And that well, that's what he'll rely so you don't on. Have to do all that cardio last those longer rounds. But he was sloppy against Francis Gano, and then he had cardio issues the other night against. Uh, was, Volkov? Uh, Volkov, yeah, Alexander Volkov. That was a good fight. And, the, it, was right. and everybody over here at my house was like, why won't Volkov attack? He, like, he'll hit him once or twice, but he won't like do anything after. And I was why like, you stuck right. him? And I said, like, because it only takes one with the Black Beast. He knows what the fuck he's <laughs> yeah, doing. He was I, was like, I was like, he's fighting how he needs to fight. I assure you. I asked the same he, question. He fought against, I went, uh, whenever I was uh, at the UFC in Kansas City with my buddy Bo, Volkov fought against Roy Nelson. And everybody thought Roy Nelson was going to fucking smoke him. Roy Nelson's got that huge right hand, and that is not how that fight went. Volkov won that fight, and he fought the smart fight. He's a very smart fighter. I believe he was a Bellator champion. Um, so, like, he, the dude knows what he's fucking doing. Um, and he was fighting the smart fight against 
Black Beast. Yeah, we kept but, asking that, like, why isn't he finishing? Because he would, you know, stun, make him just well, stumble and just go over and give him a couple. That, that right hand is why, or left, or whatever. That that big fucking punch is why he wouldn't throw punches in bunches. You, you can't what, do the that. Last 10 seconds yeah. of the fight. Yep. It, does, it doesn't what, matter with him. Yep. That's that, crazy. That was at 15 minutes and 40, or I'm sorry, 15 minutes and, like, yeah, 40, 50 seconds of a 15 Stupid. minute fight. I was like, no way. And he still has the power to just. Put you to sleep. Um, J-Bones, what do you think about um, the Pettis brothers? They both fought on that card. Um, Andy, I wasn't too impressed by. Anthony? Or Anthony, sorry, yeah. Anthony Pettis broke his hand in that fight. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, both the Pettis brothers lost. So that um, younger baby Pettis Sergio. Which was smart as fuck on his part. If your corner man doesn't believe that you can finish, you shouldn't finish. Yeah, I, he didn't seem that confident in the fight. Uh, he even asked him right after after that round. He's like, "Do you want to keep going?" Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Elite. He has definitely beat the Huzu. Yeah, he came. We have five and a half, six months after blowing his blowing his knee. Wow. It should take nine months to a year. Well, I, I mean, it was a little disappointing. Sergio lost. Um, he kind of came out of the gates looking good at first, and then I'm not sure what happened. I've never been too high up on the Pettis boys, to be totally honest. Like, Anthony was fantastic, like, early on in his career. But after his, like, Showtime kick and whatnot, like, he, he's a good, he's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. But it seems like everybody thought that he was a little bit better than what he ended up being. Well, let's talk about the McGregor fight. So, I'm sure everybody knows McGregor lost uh, due to submission. I uh, it, it, I mean, was, it, it was more of like a chin crank. Yeah. Um, is that an actual? Those hurt like, like a. Mo- oh I mean, my I know that's what it is, but do they count it as? So yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's I believe what they would list it as is going to be like a neck crank or something along those lines, uh, because it is not a choke. That was not sunk yeah. in. That was not under the chin. But you have you have a dude that's unbelievably strong, just smashing both sides of your jaw and trying yeah. to break your fucking jaw. As soon as he and had it's it, I was like, oh, man, he's squeezing the piss out of his jaw. You better tap him. Well, Joe Rogan knew right away yep. as well. He it, called it right away. I did too. I said, well, this one's done. He True. And I, I also read that Habib spit on him after yeah, that. Yeah, right after. I saw I called that. Did I not? Yeah, know? I was like, oh, he... So he stood he up and he went like, like that. Yeah, he just like, so, he just spit on him. Um, and then afterwards, Dylan Danis, who is Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach, from what I read today on Twitter, TMZ reported that Dylan Danis called Habib a, quote, Muslim fucking rat. They take all their, rel- their religion and things very, very, very seriously in Russia and Dagestan, where Habib's from. Well, that's and from... What TMZ says, and this was from just a word of mouth, and they also said on that tweet that they would really kind of like to see more people 
say the same thing before they made it concrete as to why it happened. But they're just, as word of mouth right now, apparently <coughs> Dennis was saying some questionable things as to his religion and shit like that, and calling him a dirty Muslim rat and things of that nature, which nobody's going to appreciate, especially when you have the history of these guys anyways. But you have to keep your composure. Absolutely. You won the fight. Why go after all that? Why change the chance of ruining everything you just set up? Because they're talking about taking his visa... Um, so that was that was the thing that I'm curious about. He still hasn't been paid. No, they they've kept his entire they've kept his entire two million dollar purse. So for those of you who don't know, at the end of the Conor McGregor fight and Khabib, Khabib stands over McGregor. They change words. He spits on McGregor and then proceeds to jump the fence and start attacking. Am I correct in saying McGregor's team? Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Uh, I mean, it was mass chaos, and then what proceeded was so was two of Habib's guys who train with Habib and are also one of them was supposed to fight Connor's best friend Artem Lobov. Um, they jumped into the octagon and blindsided McGregor. Uh, all while this chaos is going on, I did see McGregor throw hands on somebody that was on top of the octagon before that. I that don't know who that was. Man, that was a his manager, um, Khabib's manager, okay. because he was trying to throw hammer fist down. Okay. And he's like, fuck you, get off. And so, punch him, and um, but long story short, uh, the UFC doesn't really have any control over the, the punishments as of right now. Fighting UFC is a government ran, government controlled, and every state, no matter what state you go to, the Nevada State Athletic Commission. But there's like a Missouri State Athletic Commission, there's a California State Athletic Commission. Like every every state has their own one. But right, so and that's all ran by the government. So the punishment that's being put out right now is they they have the Nevada State Athletic Commission has kept 100 percent of Habib's purse, which is two million dollars. They couldn't keep. They can't keep his uh, pay-per-view yeah, buys. Yeah, just like a pay-per-view. Um, which, what is that? Explain that. So when you uh, – the big, big, big fighters, the Brock Lesners, the Connors, the Rondas, John the John Jones, those guys get pay-per-view buys in their contract. And that means every one of us that spend the 65 or $75 on that pay-per-view, they are contracted their share of that, so whether it's a dollar amount. Uh, Brock used to get $3 per buy. Oh, so okay. for every buy, he so and if there's 65 and, million people buy. You know, just saying. Usually, there's a couple million that yeah, buy it. Um, saying, so, but that's where that's where Connor was expecting to make 50 million off of this fight. His contract to pay was three million. So the rest of his money that he's expecting to make is off of. And I'm assuming I don't know, but he has the best deal in the UFC of anybody in history. So I, I'm guessing he gets probably at least 10 bucks a buy. So now, I, I, let me interrupt you for a sure. second, Now I know for people that remember the old school um, UFC, those guys wore their own shorts and they had all kinds sure. of sponsors. And then Reebok bought out a part of UFC or became their machine to that portion of it. Is do the fighters get a certain pay cut for wearing? Okay. Yes. So, and that is based on their tenure of fighting. The brand new fighters get like one to two thousand. The fighters that have had like five to eight fights get this amount. The fighters that have eight to twelve fights get this amount. Yada yada yada. If it's above fifteen fights or whatever, they get the top amount. But the top amount's like ten k. Those guys that had their own sponsors back in the day, there was one like one sponsor would be with like thirty to fifty grand. 
Honestly, I like how their trunks look nowadays. They're clean. You know who's who. I, I disagree with you a bit about the um, look of it because I like the old school look. I like the Chuck Liddell and the Iceman shorts. Yeah. Like, um, well. What they get out of their actual fight purse is fucking peanuts. Unless they're John Jones, or unless they get those pay-per-view buys. That's right. what it's all about. That's how those guys That's make all, we all the money. <laughs> so, with that being said, let me ask you this, Dan. So, Khabib lost all of that. So, with Conor McGregor, he's gaining not only the fight money, the TV money. And the proper 12 the money. And the, yeah. So, also... So the UFC sent the tapes of everything that happened to Nevada State Athletic Commission. They initially, they held both fighters' purses. Yeah. After watching the tapes, that. they said that Connor didn't do anything wrong. All he, he did was, was defend himself. Yeah, so jumped. they gave him his purse. Connor got his $3 million, and they still kept Habib's. Yeah, um, Habib's so, but, so think about this, though. Something that a lot of people aren't really thinking about. Habib is from Dagestan, Russia. He's here on a work visa. And that's why he's he's on old. national TV assaulting somebody. And he's over here for work of doing that visa. So You just fuck that. Right. So it is going to be extremely difficult for him to get maybe even back in the country. I mean, depending on money, but lawyers, etc. But what? Another detail is the governor of Nevada was at the fight. Yeah. Right there, front row or whatever. So he's like, you know, watching these fights. He's the guy that's in charge that oversees the commission. Correct. Correct. And then you've got this melee breakout right in front of him. They're trying to usher him out on stage. And yeah, he ran out scared for his life. And he's the guy that's going to be overseeing Habib's hearing. Well, could you imagine of that going on? You're just... One of the actors. I'd be terrified too. Any people like that just hanging out? Like Chris Pratt was there. Yeah. And, like yeah. and then just all that because what do you got? You got the fucking Irish mob and the fucking Russian mob waiting out there just to beat each other's ass. That, that was another Brennan Chop thing. He called that. He he on, well, on Rogan's podcast. That would happen either either way. If Connor would have won, it would have been a hay fucking wire. Some someone went crazy, and then you know he'd be one. So obviously, seeing what we see. So I think either way, something crazy was going to happen. No matter who fought, who won, it was going to be just it was fucking. But I loved it. I think any any fan watching loved it for the fact of just the excitement. It's entertainment, not not for the professionalism on my side. I think that's ridiculous, man. I think you'd be. He's talking about how humble he is, right? So I, I read a thing the other day that was talking about after McGregor threw the dolly through the bus window. Dana White was quoted in saying. Well, whenever you have a guy that like slaps your buddy around and has a whole whole gang of guys come up on him, then yeah, that's when Connor goes psycho, gets all of his goons, and flies out there. He's like, "That's how shit is in the streets. It's a street thing." So for him to have that mentality for Connor throwing the dolly through the window, and then to have this mentality about Habib jumping over the barrier, it's kind of really biased. Like, yeah, right, like, for sure. Right, like I mean, you and they. They use that footage in order to hype the fucking fight of him throwing the dolly through the goddamn window. Like, it's not like it's... Yeah, it, it, it looks bad, and Dana's going to say that it looks bad, 
But he gets a fucking hard on over that shit. I guarantee it. Well, I mean, that's dollars. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's an important guy that makes him a lot of money, and it's not costing him any pocket any think. pocket money. So, uh, Khabib, his record that would have been his twenty seventh win, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, how many of those twenty six wins were in the UFC? Do we know that? Quite a few. Yeah. So I was wondering. I thought it wasn't very many. Khabib has been around for a while. No, it's not a great. True. That tiramisu will get you. Yep. So his fights are his his last fights were Connor. Raging Ally Quinta, who hadn't fought in a long time before that fight. Edson Barboza, Michael Johnson, Daryl Horcher, Rafael Dos Anjos, Pat Healy, Abel Trujillo, Tiago Tavares, Glyson Tebow. Uh, Glyson Tebow, uh, there was, that was his second fight in the UFC. His first fight was Kamal Sholoris. I've never heard of him. So he's, he, he's had 10 fights in the UFC. Yes, yes, that's what I thought. He wasn't very many. So, I mean, really it should be 10-0, not 26-0. Because if we're in the UFC fighting, that's what I consider. Your as long as it's a professional sanctioned fight, it still goes towards your record. I don't know, but it should say 16-0 and blah, 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 and 10-0. They, they usually do. Now, J-Bones, does uh, Conor McGregor get the win for that fight in the belt? I don't think he deserves that. He's so who is the current champion of that division right now? It's Khabib. Yeah, still And Dana said that he wasn't going to strip him of his title. But that's what he said. But what I was seeing is that from actual athletics, whichever you know, Nevada State, whatever, that they could strip him, which makes it hard. I mean, they could still have a rematch, and that'd be fine. But it wouldn't possibly be for the belt. It'd be somebody else maybe fight Connor for the belt. So I'll tell you who that's going to be right now. Uh, Mr. No, uh, Mr. Diaz was supposed to fight Dustin Poirier, yeah, and Dustin Poirier pulled out with an injury. So yeah, I'm they pulled out now. Uh, Nate Diaz altogether is what I was just literally just reading a couple hours ago. Yeah, they'll throw him on a corner fight, and he and he said I'll fight Khabib whenever Khabib's ready. Is what Nate Diaz, which I'll give him props for. He'll fight anybody anytime. But I think Nate, he's going to be Diaz suspended. Would be a great match for uh, Khabib. Yeah, yeah takedown wise, he would. But he's going to be suspended for six to nine months minimum for right. his fucking antics. Yeah. So the, the fight to make is Connor. What? The match for Khabib is Tony Ferguson. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Tony Ferguson deserves it more than anybody. He does deserve it. Khabib said that fight doesn't really interest him anymore. And he's even threatened to retire. I heard he thought about just walking away. That's his decision, I guess. Right, especially when you're hanging out with Vladimir Putin afterwards. That sounds like bitch shit, though. Oh, I beat McGregor because I took him to the ground, and that's obviously you know McGregor should have 
obviously trained harder for I'll tell ground you right takedowns and back takedowns. Conor McGregor did well. That's he did well, well at he, first, but he, he, he did way better than I thought he yeah, was going to. There's no way. He got right back up a second later. Yeah, I mean, it knocked him down, but he immediately got and threw hands right afterwards. Well, here's here's the thing, in my opinion, that a lot of people really don't really take into consideration either. If Connor only trained wrestling for the next three years, he'd still be twenty years behind Habib. I don't think so, man. Habib's been wrestling since he was like four. I understand that, but. Like I said before, Connor's just like a John Jones. Eventually, they will learn how someone fights and be able to beat you every time, pick you apart. And I think Connor has that talent ability. No matter what anybody else thinks, I don't care. I think he, if he trained for three years, I guarantee you he would. Because, I mean, he was only three, what, three for seven on takedowns and taking Connor down? You give him three years of that training? Shit. Good luck. You're not going to take him down the one time. Maybe one for seven. But once he takes him down, then yes. That's where he beats him. <laughs> what, Jimmy? I agree with you 100% that he does have the fight IQ and he is one of the smartest fighters. But the argument to that is he kind of did have two years to prepare. He, he had fought in two years other than that point Mayweather fight. But do you, do you honestly think he was training so for two years? He probably should have been maybe drilling around for a bit more. But like I said before, I thought his defense was surprisingly good. Right. He didn't get like taken down and smashed like everybody else. He kind of did in the second, but I mean, like there, uh, Dominic Cruz and some other people were saying that's kind of just trying to rope a dope and wear him out and then maybe knock him out yep. in the later round. Well, the way that I look at it, with the whole he could train for however long and whatever, look at the Mayweather fight. That's, oh my god, man! I don't even want to argue about that weak fight. Connor. So he's getting tired, so they pulled a fight. The ref stopped the fight. Let him knock him out. That's boxing. I'm not talking about I'm talking about, about that? I'm talking about how Connor is supposed to be the best boxer in the UFC. In the UFC, that's different than boxing. I'm saying. Well, now he, you know how I feel. I'm trying to tell you something, and you, I don't even get my whole thing out, and then boom. And then, and then you're on to your thing. So now it's mutual. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying is. Connor is a mixed martial artist. He could train boxing until he's blue in the face, and he's not going to beat Floyd Mayweather. He won't beat him, no. Why would they tarnish so, his record? So a fifty, what, whatever, no. So That's Habib, a fight. Habib is the Floyd Mayweather of wrestling. That's fine. So like I'm said, saying with, with it's going to take three more. years, really. When he was three for seven, taking him down, three years added on to that. He wasn't wrestling and doing all this training for two years. He took time off. He didn't even go for takedowns in the second or third round. Hardly. Habib. He still did. Barely. It doesn't matter. He's three for seven regardless. How many other Habib's fights have you watched? Uh, Probably three or four, honestly. And what is he doing? He's trying to take you down. He he takes you 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 down and then buries you. Not everyone. I can't remember who he was. There was a badass fight with him. It was actually the most closest fight I've ever seen of anybody with me with his takedown. I'm not dumb when it comes to MMA. I've I didn't watched think fights. Would. I know, but I, everything I say is just, it's like, I, I don't know nothing about it. Like, three years, man. If you're three for seven, listen to that statistically. Three for seven on takedowns, and you're the best at it. 
the best. And you've been doing it for 20 years, 30 years, however old the guy is, wrestling with little bears. That's a little kid. Did you see that footage? That's crazy. He's wrestling on a bear. a little baby bear. I mean, wasn't a huge bear, but still a bear. Damn. That's a little, it's like, 10 year old bear kid or something. Than you are. But if you give a guy like him, McGregor, with that fighting ability and talent, three years of wrestling, I guarantee you, maybe one time he would take you down. Because he's, like, Jimmy Bones was saying, his takedown was actually surprising. Oh, so you're, saying, against him. so you're saying Connor's a good enough athlete <laughs> to, if he trained for two years at wrestling, that he could, he's a good enough athlete to be on Khabib's level possible. He would, his takedown defense would be tremendous compared to that. Instead of a three for seven, if he took him down, tried it another seven times, I bet it'd be maybe one time he'd take him down successfully. Maybe. Okay. And yeah, his ground game is phenomenal when he's on the ground. I'm not going to deny that at all. So the Connor and or Connor McGregor and Khabib basically ended in chaos. Um, I, I would love to see a rematch. Maybe they do it in Russia. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Uh, they would get killed there, and they're not gonna do it there. You would get killed there. So Jones, John Jones, reportedly coming back, fighting in December. Who's he fighting? Alexander Gustafson. Gustafson, the second. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting because I thought Gustafsson beat him the first time. Um, he put a hurt on him. That's the most damage I think I'd ever think I'd seen John Jones take in a fight. I don't know about anybody else if anybody else think he lost that fight, but I think he lost. He didn't dominate, which is usually right, what you have normally. to do. The chant to the champion is dominate them. Yeah, I'm excited for that fight. Uh, that's a quick fight in two months. Yeah. How long has John Jones been out? I'm still confused on the whole wow. his situation. Oh, right here. I don't know how we got John Jones has been out since um, July of 2017. Yeah. Gustafson has been out since May of 2017. I wouldn't huh. throw those two fucking guys in a title shot. That's be a bunch of cage rust in there. I, I, I wonder. I don't even know how that would even end up going. Just straight stand up and someone's going to get gassed out real quick. Oh, I don't, I don't know. They'll probably hit the car, you know. Do you think John Jones is bad? He's probably been partying the whole freaking time. Hopefully he's in shape. Who knows with that guy? I'm still surprised they let him fight or I'm, out of walk the streets, to be completely honest. I know, man, that money, that money is, it'll get you. It runs oh, Dana White gives a fuck about They sank, like, billions of dollars into the company. They got to make that shit back. It's like, jeez. He's one of the guys to make your money. <laughs> yeah. That's why they let him He's back. the best Here. promoter in the world. I think we should do some NFL picks. We should we do the recap first? Do the week five recap? See where we're at? Oh, you mean like last week's? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I thought you meant like over last week's game. Oh no, no, no. Um, Brad Stone went seven and eight. Uh, D Weezy went seven and eight. I went eight and seven. T Ball went eight and seven, and Fuckface went twelve and three. Jesus. What? I thought we picked a lot of the same ones. I looked over it number of times. God damn. He's now way in the lead with 49 and 29. Next will be T Ball at 42 and 36. Seven games. Then Bradstone, 41 and 37. Myself at 38 and 40. And Wheezy at 37 41. J Bones, that was complete luck. So, like I said, I am going to pick every pick Jimmy picks. Let him start off the show and pick the picks. What, what? 12 and 3, that's amazing. Right, very nice picks. All right. Just a 
I guess a quick shout out to Tom Brady. I watched him play the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And uh, his, so I think, second hookup with Josh Gordon. First. Uh, oh, first hookup, yeah, with Josh Gordon. It was a finish. touchdown, and it just so happened to be Tom Brady's 500th uh, touchdown pass. <laughs> on, on top of that, we also owe an apology to, yeah, to uh, our call-in friend whom we all told to start – and Jerkov still has Mr. a very good game. I mean, he had a good game. And they won. I'm not, so what do you mean? What, and they won. It points wise, for, leave the points. Points wise, know. for fantasy football. Points wise, but she, she was asking. Consistency wise, we were very good. And, and that's what we said. He's leading the league in passing yards, too, Jared Goff. And honestly, my advice was to trade Tom Brady, and what <laughs> better thing to do after a fantastic week? No kidding. There you go. So, so, all good advice. <laughs> so, <laughs> take looking, it with a grain of salt. If you're but, looking for somebody who can put up some big points, Tom Brady. Put up that trade offer if they reject it. Say, did you see the week he had last week? For real. And the week before that? Because you already got Jared Goff, so think about that. Maybe get you somebody who can throw a couple more points on the board. Uh, Thursday, Eagles, Giants. Jay Bones, who you got? At Giants. Uh, I'm going to go with the Giants. I think this is the week that finally we get a performance from both Saquon and Odell. We got one last week. Eagles, Giants. I'll take the Giants. Giants. I'm so going to take one's notes. J-Bone, J-Mac, both got the Giants. Mr. Bradstone? Uh, let me just throw this in there. Two things real quick about Saquon Barkley. One, we have the same initials, so that's just balling. Maybe that's why I like him so much. Number two, another 100-yard game from scrimmage. Wish uh, D. Weezy was here so I'd go ahead and let him know that one. I know y'all are missing that argument. But uh, I want to go Giants at home. They got... God, they got so close on beating the freaking Carolina, the Linas last last week. Linus. But he kicked, Gano kicked a 63-yarder to beat them in the last few seconds. They lost by two. But Saquon balled, and so did Odell. So give me the Giants. Giants. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Eagles this week, actually. Um, the Eagles are looking crappy. Uh, they're kind of on a downhill slide, but they do have the uh, number 10th defense in the league. Uh, the Giants are only ranked 12th. So, uh, what I want to do is, yeah, pick the Eagles. I think they're going to jump out of that slump this week and take New York at their house. He took the Giants. Giants. He's on Saquon's nuts. <laughs> Opposite of. All right. So next we got the Falcons and the 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 Buccaneers. Falcons. Are- Fuck him. I'm all about Calvin Ridley. I'm going to go with the Bucks this week. Um, I I don't know. It, you know, with them starting um, Jameis Winston, I think it's a tough call with that going because I really think they should have kept Fitzpatrick in. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Atlanta. I, I, I'm going to go with Atlanta. Fuck, fuck, fuck the Bucks. Don't get me wrong. I like Jameis Winston. He's a Florida State guy. That's I'm a hilarious. Florida State football fan. Um, I like him, but Fitzpatrick's got that magic. You should have ran with it. Keep it in there. Number two offense. Like, that's because of Fitzpatrick. So let the door open for him. Let Jameis Winston get his reps in, and then maybe bring him back in next week. So I'm taking Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta lock of the week, and I'm also 
I'm going to go ahead and say that Mr. Calvin Ridley is going to have a two-touchdown game and Again. over 125 yards Again. receiving. Just rats them? But look, if it was Winston making his first appearance after how many weeks off, I don't, you know, like hey, I, that's I what I'm totally, saying. Because like, if, totally with T-ball. if Fitzpatrick was Falcons. starting, yeah, it's hard to pick against that because you had all this chemistry with Fitzpatrick. Now you throw him out and you insert Jameis Winston after how many weeks off and all the problems he's been in, and you know, I, I can't do it. Proxy, not, not at Falcons. Atlanta. He picked Atlanta. Do you easy with with Atlanta? So we all picked Atlanta. That's a sweeper, yep. huh? Sweep. All right. So we have the Panthers at the Redskins. Don't you mean the Linus? Linus. Lina Panthers at Washington. J Bones, who you got? I'm gonna go with the Panthers on the road. I think they're just a better team. I think uh, they'll sweep one. Uh, it'll be a close game, but I'm gonna pick the Panthers. Weezy picked the uh, Carolina as well. Well, this one's pretty tough for me, honestly. I'm going to go ahead and say Carolina. The Linus, I don't know. I just don't really like the Redskins, I guess. Fuck them. I'm going to be the only one to pick the Redskins at home. That's not true. And that's hard to pick against the 3-1, and one, surprisingly, Panthers with all those injuries, especially with tight end Greg Olson. I'm always pulling for that guy. He can never stay healthy. But, listen, Josh Norman's facing his former team. Against Panthers, I think he's going to get after old Cam Newton. McCaffrey is a gangster. I love that kid. Little white boy from wherever he came from. He came out of nowhere. He came out of his daddy's jeans. (laughs) But listen. I completely agree. agree. Washington Redskins. I'm a huge Alex Smith fan. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, They got the number five defense in the league, uh, so they're going to put a hurt on Cam Newton. Hey, look, they stopped Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, the Redskins, okay. they, that's what impressed me. I was like, I mean, they got they got to Rodgers pretty well. And there's two and two, so they're not a bad team. So, and they're at home. I've got to t- I got to take the Redskins. Next, we have Seattle and Oakland. Ooh, Lynch's old team he's playing against. J-Bones? Skittles. Skittles. This is easy for me. I'm going with Seattle. I'm going against Oakland pretty much every week. I think they're shooting. Sure. And I think Seattle. Yeah, I don't know how they're so fucking bad, honestly. Really, the team they have oh, offensively is right. amazing. Yeah, and defense, they're not bad. They're it's just not clicking. No, there's. I think some coaching personnel. Probably. Yeah, I think there's a little rust on Gruden's shoulders there. So, well, you can't put all the blame on that guy. He's, he's only doing so many things at one time. Like he doesn't run that whole team from the assistants. So, right. but yeah, I, it's hard for me to pick against them. In Seattle just about beat the Rams. Yeah, they did last week. And. I don't know. You know what? I got Seattle. I, I picked Oakland last week, and I'm going to pick them again at home just Woo. because they need this win. Like, I know Seattle's only two and three, but they need a win. And so, J-Mac, you took Seattle? I think I'm going to take the Raiders, too. Um, they're getting smacked in the mouth by the media, and Gruden does need to step up. I know you're saying there's a lot of assistants and a lot of people helping out, but who's the motherfucker that always gets the blame in the yeah, it's true. Uh, who's the one whose job's on the line? So, especially with the big, big the guy that the best defensive player in the league for a bag of doorknobs. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I think uh, they're at home. Well, Seattle. I don't know. Their passing isn't the best. Um, I, I, I you can't also run the ball really against the Raiders. Heard that so. Khalil didn't want to play there. So would you? They were going nowhere except I mean, for to Las Vegas, right? Because no one else wanted their trash. But, I mean, I wouldn't 
put that on Gruden's shoulders. Not 100%. I mean, yeah, it's his kind of call ultimately. But if you have a guy that's going to fucking do you like Le'Veon does, you might as well get something. Right. Even if it is a second door. that's kind of where he he looked at that. He's like, let me get some picks because I can trade those picks for other guys and higher picks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not if you got a guy that's not going to suit up and play. Right, unless he gets that contract. They didn't have the money. Not what he wanted. What was Webb's pick? Webb went with... If you look at it this way, you got an AFC versus an NFC team. And if you look here, uh, Seattle's eighth in rushing, uh, but 27th in passing. And AFC is a run league. Um, so they're going to take that eighth and probably make it a 20th from what I think. We'll see, though. I'll probably get disappointed in Seattle and blow them out of the fucking water. Right, and Russell Wilson will go kill him. And I'll go eight and fucking seven again. Um, and it's also in London, by the way. Well, it's a London game. It's the first London game of the year. That's <laughs> Colts and Jets at Jets, J-Bones. Weak game. Yeah. Remind, remind me of fucking... Yeah, yeah, one and four Colts at the two and three Jets. That's what he said. Remind me to fucking curl my hair during this game. <laughs> I'll take the Jets at home. Just, uh, home team, four wins. I think this might be a good one to call a tie on. <laughs> Do we have to break out another tie? <laughs> Look, hey, listen, here's a fun fact that Jets have won three of the last four against the Colts. Really? And they're at home. So that's a good pick, J-Bones. But I got to go Colts because I think Andrew Luck needs to finally. No, actually, let me keep the Jets because no T.Y. Hilton as well. I forgot about that. Or Jack Doyle tied in there. They're down again. Down in the dumps with Andrew Luck. I'm going with the Jets because I I picked the Colts in the last couple games and they lost all of them. And the only time um, I... I didn't pick them with the one game they fucking won, so right. fuck the Colts. Jets, I'm Jets, 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 Jets. J E T. That stat just kind of stole it for me. T- uh, my bad. You good? J Mac, who you got? Jets. Jets. J E T. Are we all picking the Jets? Maybe as well. Let's see. I bet he took Andy. You think so? Yep. Make the suspense even worse. Indianapolis, it was. They took the Colts. So D Weezy takes the Colts. The rest of us take the Jets. All right, coming up next, we got the shitty Cardinals. They got their first win last week in Minnesota. Wait, who's going to win that game? Minnesota. So are we all going to agree we're all taking Minnesota? We just got them. I'm going to make this my lock of the week and go with the Vikings. You cheapskate. So everybody's got the Vikings. That's Jay Bones is no, locked no, 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 no. Not everyone, because listen, the Vikings got beat by Buffalo. Do we forget that? Got stomped by Buffalo, and they were just as bad as the Cardinals. So you the take Cardinals. the Cardinals? Cardinals? Give the Cardinals. On the road. Three weeks in One a row. One and four. Three weeks in a row. 31st in passing, 32nd in rushing. 24th ranked defense, 32nd ranked offense. This isn't golf. Anything can happen. Fuck that. Buffalo murdered Minnesota, and Minnesota's scary. They're going to beat the Cardinals by at least 14. Write that down. And their defense is not that good. So this should be a great game. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. One of the NFL's most hated rivalries. This is a divisional game. And Steelers have won the last three matchups. Last three matchups. But the Bengals are 4-1. That was probably with Le'Veon. Right. The Bengals are 4-1 this year, man. 
Anyone see that coming? Uh, uh, my buddy, uh, well, not my buddy, I guess my brother-in-law, Sam Coon. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, I know you're probably loving these Bengals right now. He's the only motherfucker I've ever met that likes the fucking Bengals. So does my aunt. My aunt, she lives in Ohio. A kid from Florida. <laughs> That's what he's one. <laughs> Who well, you got, J-Bones? I should. That's a I'm tough one. Such an up and down team this year. They were it's, so good last week. It's scary <laughs> not to pick them. I know. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep the ball rolling. You I think, think gonna bounce off that. And Antonio He's Brown like, had a good game, but I think he has a great game against them. Wow. It's, it's always Vegas. a great game. Just like J Bone said, uh, four and one. They're at home. They've looked great all year. The Steelers are wishy washy. I'll, I'll take Cincy. Uh, I'm missing Proxy. Pittsburgh. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Chargers versus Chargers. the Cleveland Browns. Now, granted, the Los Angeles Chargers are three and two this year, um, so he's got that's normally surprising. Uh, the proxy's got Cleveland. J Bones, who you got at Cleveland versus the Chargers? This is probably going to be one of the best games of the week if you watch it. No shit. It's going to be exciting. Probably high nice scoring. I don't know. I think you're I think exactly right. I think the Chargers are good. No, I'll stick with the Chargers. I'll go with my guy. I'll say the Chargers slightly better. Uh, Weezy had Browns. Okay. I have Browns okay. at home. Baker Mayfield hasn't lost there. He's tied and won, and they won two of the last three. Give me the Browns. <laughs> Breezies. Yep. I got the Browns, That's too. That's is getting better and better, man. I played them last weekend on Fantasy. Up 16 points. I think they're another one of those teams where every time I pick them, they lose. I got to go with my, my brother here since I need some picks, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's on the road. It's tough to play in Cleveland. I need some picks, right? <laughs> Chargers, I'm taking. Cool, I just... We got the Bills at the Texans. Two and three at two and three. But I know who J-Bones is picking. Let me say Houston. And they're two and three. I'm going to go with the Texans. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Have you Where's, literally picked them every week? Every week. Five weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm going with the Texans. I'm gonna, I want to mail you a Texans jersey. <laughs> Doesn't get to be one of your choices. And it's going to be it like. It has to be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's going to be Deshaun Watson. It's going to be Triple XL. Yeah. Y'all, y'all haven't seen him very very much lately. Triple XL is only a size or two too big for him these yeah, days. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen versus J.J. Watt in the Texans defense. I got Texans. Yeah. Give me the Texans. Who's the proxy? What's he got? Motherfuckers got Houston. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bills since everybody else picked the Texans. Bears and Finns. J-Bones, it's at Miami. Bears and Finns. I'm still going to go with the Bears. The defense is number one right now, but they did have a bye week last week. Yeah. I uh, took Miami as the division winner, so I'm going to pick them to beat the Bears. Bears got a great defense, but I think Miami's got this at home. Uh, Oh, go ahead. I got Chicago. It's a good pick, but... Miami, they've lost two in a row. They need this win after getting just blown out both weeks. 
And I need the Bears to lose in my division. Damn, fuck the Bears. So, give me Miami. Fuck the Bears. Proxy? He picked Chicago. Oh, let's see. Rams at Denver. Interesting game. I wonder what Proxy picked on. I want to know Dustin's pick he did, first. He picked Rams, actually. Did he? Jay Holmes, uh, Red Hot Rams offense versus the struggling Broncos defense. I got to go Rams. I'm going Rams. <laughs> Third track game in a row for the Rams, which is always scary. But they're taking care of business so far. I think I'm going to stick with them. That's why I'll go with the Rams. Might as well. Seth? They look pretty shaky against Seattle. Yeah. Won, won by two. And I watched most of that game because I was interested to see what was going on. It was there. a wake-up call. Division game. That's right. Give the Broncos at home. Plus the insure, an insure mile wins a win, you know. Right. But I, I want the problem. Let's register trademark or challenge. I'm going to go down now. Baltimore and Tennessee. J-Bombs, who you got? Tennessee. Both three and two. Tennessee's a letdown last few games. True. I'll take the Ravens. I can't ever seem to get Tennessee right. I think I'm going to go with Baltimore. I was just about to say that same thing. I Dude, can't fifth get... defense, seventh passing for Baltimore. I think I've just been picking them shitty. That's what, that's what I've been saying about everybody. But, yeah, I'm picking Baltimore. With Jay Baltimore's offense is 10th. Titans is 26th. Uh-huh. I didn't know it was right down low. Yeah, 10th. Uh, actually, you know, my bad. Give me Tennessee at home. I think they finally get it together this week. Uh, he picked Baltimore. Jags at Cowboys. Give me the Jags. This one's easy. I'll take the Jags. Jags. Better, better defense. Uh, they're a, a struggling offense. What's his name? Jerry Jones today said he hasn't had a number one uh, receiver in years, even though they just released Des Bryant at the beginning of this year. So I'm not <laughs> sure what he's talking about, but apparently the Cowboys have not one single wide receiver over 200 yards. So uh, careful who you're starting on anything as far as Dallas Cowboys go as far as uh, fantasy-wise. Jags sweep. Jags around the board. They need a win after last week's crush. Chiefs at Patriots. J-Bones, who you got on this game? I wish to see because I know you love Tom Brady you, a lot. Sunday Night uh, Football, they yeah. got him last year there. I know he's your favorite all time. Who you got? It's it's in New England. I know, and I don't know. They won young upstart Chiefs on the road. Big night, Sunday night football game in New England. Chiefs have won two straight games uh, versus the Patriots, by the way. I think uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I'm gonna trust my gut. Go with the Chiefs and the underdogs on the road, but I think Mahomes finds a way to outgun Brady, and I think they come away with just scoring more points. I'm taking New England. Uh, they're getting Josh and uh, Josh Gordon in the mix. It's at Foxborough, New England Patriots. Put uh, the Kansas City Chiefs was that first loss. Yeah, give me that one too. Even though the Chiefs have won two straight against the Patriots and won their last year against the Patriots, but they're not going to do it again. Niners and Packers. And he actually picked us as a lock of the week, and I can show you the proof on that one. <laughs> this will Packers lock be my lock of the week as well. Every time I've locked of the week of the Packers, they've lost. But fuck that. This year it's at home against the Sheeny 49ers. Give me that lock of the week. Yeah, go ahead and give me the Packers all day on that one. Although, CJ Bathard or whatever his name is, <laughs> I didn't even know he could actually play as good as he can for the 49ers quarterback. J-Bones? Um, let's see. Two minutes. If that. 
Yep, you got the Packers. Woo! Packers sweep. And the two teams on a bye are the Saints and Lions. Don't forget to switch out your defenses on fantasy. Those are our week six picks. Six picks. This is Heated Waves bringing you the NFL picks of the week. J Mac, thanks. Always. And that good UFC talk. Oh, yeah. Love some UFC. Uh, We'll see what happens with the McGregor Khabib thing. What goes down, we'll update you. J Bones, thanks for coming. Always a pleasure, man. Enjoy work, Bubba. Mr. Bradstone. Yep. Good to be here. Thanks, boys. T-Bone from everybody at Heated Waves. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Twitter. Google. Just fucking Google us if you're really (laughs) interested. You'll find all the platforms. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Love you, fuckers. Peace. Donate.